previously on Lonely Boys. Hey. Hey. I wanted you to know Blair made it home safely. I just tucked her in. She's out like a light. Uh, no surprise there. I never thought I'd see the day when Blair Waldorf ate a tequila worm. Yeah, uh, I, I never thought I'd read something written by Serena Vanderwoodson that made me laugh out loud. And even more impressive, and there were no witnesses, so I'll deny it if asked publicly, but uh, may have been a lump in my throat. And again, never would have expected that something by Serena Vanderwoodson could make me feel anything, because I have seen your writing, and it is bad. Really? A lump? You should go to the doctor. Yeah, I understand why Rufus was laughing so hard when reading it now. You should put that in the next, the next edition. Don't gloat. But seriously, I mean, it's, it's surprisingly real for something supposedly fake. Well, and I'm curling my hair with my finger. Not all fake. No, no, I know. We d- we dated for years. I mean, really only one year, and then we were kind of off and on, on and off for a while. But, you know, so of course there's history there. Yeah. Other finger down. But. But what? It, I don't, just whatever. Have a good night, okay? weird but no no what is it tell me we're dan and serena you can tell me anything it must be true because i read that online <laughs> oh shit chuck just got here i gotta go <laughs> i don't know what he's gonna do you're not the only one that can be wait what oh what, huh? what? Wait, okay all right bye <laughs> you need to now, chuck. i don't know what it is that you think <laughs> i did tonight but all i care about is her <laughs> Blair's asleep okay and even if she wasn't she she wouldn't want to see you or that whatever's going on there <laughs> Oh, well, tell her I came by and that I'm not done. That's one thing I learned from Blair. You don't give up on the people you love. <laughs> hey, Parisiders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I am here to break down Season 5, Episode 13 of Gossip Girl. It is the 100th episode of Gossip Girl entitled GG. I am not here by myself. From this moment forward, there is nothing between us but a contract. Our podcast is all for show, and you're going to put on the best damn show anyone has ever seen. You will smile for the camera, stand by my side, and wave like you don't have a care in the world. But when we stop recording, we'll be strangers to one another, and it will stay that way until I say it's over. Brendan Ruffle. You say that like it's a new thing. Uh, hello, I'm your co-host, of course, <laughs> the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Daily Hoda Cream Nation, recording live, as always, from the Creamatorium. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream, reporting for duty. Cream, 100. yes. Oh, cream, yes, cream. cream. 100 creams. 100 creams. 100 creams for the world. <laughs> 99 cream shots. <laughs> 100 creams forever and ever. Uh... uh yeah, I should have done your intro in a, in a French accent, but I, I feel like I, oh, yeah. I would have panicked. I, we, I mean, the, I think our guests have definitely loved your French accent. I can only assume that our audience also loves it, so they would have loved that long stretch of Louis. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Well, well there will be plenty of opportunity to do yeah, some Louis yeah, impressions sure. at the podcast. But, Brendan, we, of course, have a, of a guest for this 100th episode. Wow. You know, he was originally guess, uh, slated to be on the 98th episode, but he said, no, 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 no. I'm coming back for the big 100. You switched me. You switched me in the schedule, and I said, "Okay, all right, fine." So he's here. He's caught up on Gossip Girl for the special occasion for his second time, I believe. The the 21st member of the Two Timers Club. Now, please welcome back to the podcast for episode 100, (laughs) Felipe Chamon. Felipe, how are you? 
Hello. Good afternoon, mon cheri. Is that is mon cher? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, like I am so excited to be back. Thank you for having yes, me at yes. this festivity that you call a wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're so excited to have you for the, uh, as I found out in the trivia section, the first CW show to reach 100 episodes. Wow. Fun fact. Snaps. Yes, yes. Very, this is all Blair very, Waldorf's doing. Absolutely. Yes, it is. And, and boy, what an episode we had. Uh, you know, I won't tip my hand, but maybe you liked it. Maybe you hated it. There was definitely a lot of stuff happening in this episode. They, uh, they, they took some swings for episode 100. They indeed did. Uh, sorry, I cut Brendan off, but uh, what, what did you think, Brendan, as the first time viewer with me? I want to know what your thoughts were. Uh, you know, I, I kind of expected this to be bad because we're, we're getting to that part <laughs> of the season where you never know what they're going to throw at you. And I feel like we're, we might have been in a stretch of slop here. And uh, also surprised that we're doing the wedding right now. Like it, It's a kind of a weird time. We got back from the midseason finale a couple episodes ago. We're doing it now, sure. I mean, this this is a big deal. This episode, and uh, episode hundred, baby, might, might have delivered. Yeah, yeah. okay. That, I guess that's so. That's why then. Round they number. saved it for. Yeah, they saved everything for episode hundred. I remember. Um, well, first of all, it, I was also expecting this to be bad, um, but a critical reception for this episode was pretty good. I think. Yeah. I think everyone was just shocked that they were Gossip Girl was like going back to its roots. There's plenty of of callbacks to season one to, to celebrate this hundredth episode. Mm-hmm. I, I remember reading that Josh Schwartz was very upset that the OC never got to hundred episodes. I believe uh, they were canceled after. After 92 episodes, mm. which uh, was heartbreaking to him. So I, I think getting the opportunity to do a 100th episode meant a lot to him. Uh, so he wanted to to take all these big swings to, to really to really uh, make it count. Well, that name triggers me because that man was younger than I was when he became a producer. <laughs> uh, I told you this right, privately, the, man. The youngest showrunner of all time. <laughs> yeah, I feel geriatric when I think of this man being 26 when he became famous <laughs> at the OC. But, uh, yeah, no, this was a great episode. This, dare I say this is the best post-Jenny episode of Gossip Girl? Wow. Uh, That's a great well, take. We'll see if I go that far, because there are still plenty of swings that I think they missed on. I think it, it's not a perfect episode. I think there's some things in this era of the show that I that I don't love. But for this episode in particular, just, just some fun stuff overall. Uh, Felipe, I will ask you what I ask all our returning guests. And uh, that is, how much Gossip Girl have you watched between now and the last time you were on? I could, if you gave me a minute, find out how many episode numbers I've seen. Uh, but I have seen every single episode that you have podcasted about. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I did not watch since our last podcast, which was in June. I wanted to savor my takes once you invited me back for season five. I wanted to have a fresh set of eyes. And I, listen, I've been gassing Gossip Girl up every day of my life since you introduced me to the show. And I really crammed for the last episode. But I will say... So it's definitely okay. not hitting the same highs that the show was hitting in seasons two and three. The Lonely Boys, sure. though, no misses, oh, yeah. no misses, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so you've still been enjoying your your first watch of Gossip Girl overall? Uh, no, I've been enjoyed it. Like I don't hate watch it, um, but right. this definitely was relegated from like, oh, I need to throw all eyes on this to um, I can be cooking while this show is on, and I um, feel like I still got most of it. Um, I feel like. I I like the more uh, teen drama aspect, and this teen drama is starting to become adult drama, mm-hmm. but they are yeah. all still acting like teens, and that's <laughs> right. that's um right. That's we'll, we'll discuss it, but yeah, I, I stand firmly in my originally ironic take that Jenny is the best character on the show. 
becoming Jenny is the source of all the good drama and I miss her deeply. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, to, to go back to your point of the adults, we, we always said that we don't like the adult storylines on the show. And now they're all just like being like little mini adults with their newspaper yeah. businesses. And once once and they figured out what to do with the adults and, and leave them like aside. All the kids yeah. became adults. <laughs> I know this is a spoiler free podcast, but where did Eric go? Like, what the fuck? Sorry, yeah, he, uh, he got a uh, he got a lead role <laughs> on on a different show. Uh, he he had to leave. Was it Scandal or something? Was he on Scandal? I, I, I went one of those. Paolo. Where the hell did you go? But they keep saying that he's he, away in college or something. Yes, canonically he went to college. Uh, we never see him come back, even though they mentioned him coming back for for uh, Christmas or whatever. But yeah, he's off the show. He got a ma- he got a main role on a different show, which is why he left. Um, but uh. It's- Recent Speaking photo of, our, of him is giving Joe Goldberg. Um, oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of our short king Connor Connor Paolo, uh, have you had any changes in uh, your favorites and least favorite characters uh, in your continuation of watching this show? Um, no, Rufus still sucks. Uh, yeah, oh, he's, great, take, great take. Like when he invited that convict into his home, I'm like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> man? Uh, Connor Paolo was on uh, Revenge, of course. Revenge, uh, not I, Scandal, but. Like no, the one of the, those one those one word uh, racy titles, not racy revenge yeah. scandal. Racy. It it evokes the same <laughs> the same feeling in me. Same feelings. Anger. Yes. Um, no. So uh, I still think Rufus sucks. I still think Lily um, is overwhelmingly like a, I uh, re-listened to our old podcast a couple days ago to get in the mindset of where mm-hmm. I was. Um, I remember we discussed that Lily's social game needs help, but mm-hmm. her strategy game yes. is very good. Uh, yeah. Um, I I I'm interested. I think the Ivy storyline is where I'm most interested, and in. she's new, so I'm like, okay, come through, Chaos Queen. I like yes. my hot messes. Yeah. Um, yes, we big Ivy. De- we loved the Jenny on this podcast, and we are also big Ivy defenders on yeah. this podcast. Again, like, she, uh, to maybe is... to Felipe's point, we we might not even need Ivy if Jenny didn't leave, but since she's right. gone. She's the source of the fun right now. Um, and then also, uh, Dan has taken quite a bit of, hit, of a hit for me. I feel like Dan was like kind of uh, a voice of reason uh, in a lot of what I remember. Again, kind of a blur because I binge watched it for you all. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like he's definitely become a lot more toxic in the last season and a half. Um, sure. But they're all toxic. This is Gossip Girl. Yeah. yeah, Dan making a, a big put. We you know we were poo pooing him, being like, "Oh, he's got to drop out of the race. He's in a distant third, but making some pushes to go from three to one in this episode in the Blair sweepstakes." Yeah, which I think we have been talking about the past few episodes that it's becoming frustrating, even for me. Like I know, like a while ago, I think even like the end of season four, I was talking about how like I fully support Dare, um, and then like the, the what they did to it in early season five. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You know what? At this point, it should just be Chuck and only Chuck. Um, and I feel like Dan yeah. is just like an annoying distraction at this point. And I don't know. My take on Chuck is it's just so hard to watch having concept of what happens with this actor, uh, mm-hmm. Ed West Ick. Um, <laughs> oh, got him. Nice. And uh, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I just, I, I still feel, and I know uh, uh, Mel got served said the same thing, but it's just hard to root for this couple that was, it's so toxic and yeah, shouldn't be together, but like, yeah. I also root for them to. at the same time. <laughs> I know that they, they um, write over themselves so many times that you can kind of just like, well, that that's 10 episodes away now. So I could just forget about it. Have I mentioned Chuck is good now? He went to therapy. Right. They he's tell us he's now. good. We got to believe it. This is good. If you want to watch the show. This was a yeah, podcast. 
nugget that you expressed that I um to follow up on Maddie, but uh is it true was this you that told me that Chuck was supposed to be a one episode character in the pilot? Um yeah, I don't know if it was a one episode character, but he was supposed to be like not I maybe even still main character, but a, a a lesser role, like he was supposed to be kind of, like and in the books he is kind of just like the main sort of antagonist. Like yeah. he is and then uh but not part of the friend group. Right. I, I, I maybe maybe friend I I'm not sure. I only read the first book, but I, I know that in the books and originally he was just supposed to be like um just like the antagonist of the show, but you know, it, with the more popular he got, the more they kind of had to write him to be more of an anti-hero yeah. and just kind of retcon that the first episode stuff that he was doing. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Let Let's get Anyways, into I'm episode. To be here. Yeah, let's get into episode number one hundred. Brendan, the title of the episode is GG. Do you have any idea what this, this is title this is, is referencing? This is really tough. I mean, I, I know. I, I think the way you even asked the question, you're like, he's so fucked right now, that idiot. Um, I want to say since it is the 100th episode, this is a special occasion, a big deal, if you will, that this <laughs> could be self-referential and they're just abbreviating their the title of their own TV show. But I know they're, they're always movie titles, but maybe this is the one exception. Otherwise, I have no idea what it could be. If it's going to be a swap out of letters, then I, I have to <laughs> guess one of the other 25 <laughs> letters in the alphabet. Um, so I'm, I won't do that. I'm just, I'm just going to say they're, they're, the title is the show Gossip Girl, colon GG, which is standing for Gossip Girl. Okay, Ryan. So yeah, what you what you Brennan? got, Felipe? Oh, I think Felipe it is a Brennan. reference to Big Brother eighteen when Paul and Polly were like PP always throws yep. pulls through, right? Yes, obviously, it's an allusion <laughs> to the alliance of PP. And okay, so and PP is my final answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brendan. Unfortunately, you are not correct. It is referencing the nineteen fifty eight film. GG, so G I G I. Okay. Oh. Okay, I guess Sorry. I, I could have guessed that, but I didn't. We give Brendan the point just for fun. I like that oh, attitude. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Original air date January thirtieth, twenty twelve. Although the trivia trivia section tells me that the wedding takes place canonically on January twenty first, twenty twelve. So good to know, I guess. Oh. And we start the one hundredth episode. Very of close to the date. I know we're yeah, we're like I, right on there. We were so doing close. that the other the other week too, where we we were almost uh, the bachelor party episode. We we filmed the day after the anniversary. Now we're filming three days after the anniversary of uh, Blair's wedding anniversary. Uh, I wonder if Blair and Louie are still uh, are still married to this day. I won't spoil anything, <laughs> but I wonder. <laughs> so we start the 100th episode of Gossip Girl, of course, with a musical number. And I knew that this was coming at some point because I have vague memories of like a Gossip Girl dream sequence musical number. Uh, I had a feeling they might be saving it for episode 100 and I'm I'm glad that we are finally here. We are we are truly in the era where anything goes on Gossip Girl and this is just as ridiculous as we've gotten and I love it. Uh Felipe as a, as a fan of Glee, I'm I'm glad we got you on the one episode of Gossip Girl with this musical was, number. <laughs> I was literally writing in my notes right now, Matt, I want to know what your take is. <laughs> Diamonds is a girl's best friend from Glee or from Gossip Girl, which one's better? Uh, Gossip Girl's more in my mind right now. I think it's such such a more of a rarity that Gossip Girl does a a number that I, I'm going to give the edge to to Gossip Girl here, just as a sheer surprise. Not say they're just lip syncing it, still wins. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. even though they're just lip syncing it. Um, we're, we're in some kind of dream sequence. Uh, Serena's on the stairs in a glamorous red dress. Uh, she's lip syncing to Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend as Nate, Louie, and Dan are all standing on the stairs waiting for her. Uh, a bunch of other guys are just laying on the stairs. It's it's so fun and goofy. I I, c- yeah. I can't believe what we're seeing. 
waiting. Uh, Chuck's also waiting at the bottom of the stairs. All, all the random guys that were lying up on the stairs, they, they get up, they're going to start dancing toward, uh, behind Serena. The, the choreography is really something as well. Like, watching all of the Gossip Girl boys stoically dance around Serena with no expression <laughs> on their faces was making me laugh the whole time. Yeah, this is great. I mean, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from the opening of an episode these days. <laughs> and for this to be the way it starts, I'm like, you know, great. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here for this with Ed. Yeah, this is I'm, wonderful. I'm bored. Yeah. Honestly, I'm kind of here for this more because it's so full chaos versus yeah. the like dream sequence movie pastiches that they sometimes do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this more. And also, like, what a vibe. Uh, I was very confused. I was like, is this the right show when I was cooking dinner the other day? Yeah. I was like, what are we, what are we doing here? But Serena looks great. Like, it looks like they're doing like an award show for themselves. Exactly. It is award season, so it makes sense. True. Uh, Chase Crawford looks like he's trying to remember the steps the entire time, and it also looks like he's trying to not to smile the entire time. Yeah. (laughs) So Serena keeps dancing and lip syncing. Uh, How do we think Blake Lively did here? Because uh, they're asking a lot of someone who is not really a performer that, that I know of. I feel. Be like, yeah. Uh, other people on this cast maybe performers. Blake Lively, not so much. I no, think she, she was did a, very a expressive. Job. I think she she did great. Yeah, I thought she was good too. Yeah, I, I don't think Blake Lively has ever done something I disliked in terms of a performance wow. that I've seen. I haven't That's seen good. all of her catalogs. And to be fair, I saw Green Lantern when I was a kid. We don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be held accountable for my takes as a like ten year old. I don't think I haven't but, seen that, um, but I have been on the ride at Six Flags, and it is the worst roller coaster I've ever been on. So I guess it. Is that Blake Lively's fault? It's also Blake Lively's fault. <laughs> Blake Lively make an appearance on the roller coaster? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. If we're taking we have to go. Blake Lively, what, about, what about the Taylor Swift music video? I feel like that was that recalibrates ah. her horrible roller coaster to like she's, yeah. she's a directing queen. Yeah, and that's one of my out. that's one of my favorite Swift songs. One of my favorite vault songs, especially. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Blair as Audrey Hepburn, of course, finally comes downstairs, and all of a sudden, Dan, who was all over Serena, is now starting to focus his attention onto Blair. Uh, who could blame him? And Dan goes up the stairs to meet Blair. Serena's leaving. Uh, it's the other guys to try to get Dan's attention. Blair and Serena start like tugging at Dan on the stairs until Dan, Dan breaks free and goes with Blair. And finally, Serena wakes up. Uh, what was that? Why did it happen? I have no idea. But I'm glad that they are right off the bat pulling off, pulling out all the stops for the hundredth episode. Here. Right off the bat. I mean, I guess this is just what is on the forefront of Serena's mind. She's like, I love Dan, and I have a feeling he doesn't like me back, but I gotta take my swing. Yeah. Uh, so Serena wakes up. We get Gossip Girl's signature greeting to start the episode. Wakey, wakey, Upper East Siders. Gossip Girl here, your one and only source into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. It is the opening narration provided by Gossip Girl, uh, you know, in the pilot as well. So call back right away from the first episode. Uh, Gossip Girl voiceover is saying that it's a big day for her specifically as Dorota comes running into Serena's room with her dress. She's so excited. She can't stop smiling. Uh, Blair's at her fitting, but Dorota lets Serena know that everyone is coming here for breakfast buffet, including Lonely Boy, uh, which makes Serena smile, of course. And we get an upbeat version of Young Folks playing in the background as also as a nod to the premiere. That that is the first song we hear in in the Gossip Girl Uh pilot. And uh, so, yeah, Uh, again, they are pulling out all the stops and also... It sounds like it was the Kooks covering the covering young folks. Yeah. I, I would uh, recognize that beautiful British oh, voice how could anywhere. You not? There, there's a, another female voice in that song with him, but uh, that is like a very distinct British like rocker. That's one, one of my yeah. favorite bands. A, a young folk, Gossip Girl signature song in Young Folks, covered by the Kooks. Very exciting stuff. I 
a shout out to Kristen Bell for sticking through it with a hundred episodes yeah. is what I'll yeah. say because I feel like we don't talk about Kristen Bell's role in this show enough as a society because she's she was great. fantastic and she's great like, and just, good for, good for her for coming back for the reboot too which was terrible but she yeah. still came back and and did all the voiceovers perfectly. He's collecting that coin. What? What is it? Like yeah. an hour of time that she yeah, needs in the sound right? booth? Pops into the studio, records some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, probably. probably got a home studio set up since Dax Shepard yeah. is a podcaster <laughs> these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I have a Frozen reference for you all later, and I guess that's a that's a tease. <laughs> oh, oh, coming I love, up. I love a joke tease. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> so, um, Blair's going to her fitting as someone snaps a picture of her with their phone and sends it to Gossip Girl as the Gossip Girl voiceover tells us that Gossip Girl wasn't gone. She was just planning her comeback. Uh, so much happening already in these first few moments of the show. Uh, Gossip Girl wants everyone to watch this space because she's coming. And what will my first post be? All I can say is you should probably pray that I won't be writing about you. And we actually see someone typing and posting to Gossip Girl. And we will see who's uh, attached to those dainty little fingers at the end of the episode. But yeah. uh, a little a little tease in the show itself showing these little fingers. I, I don't even really remember where we left off with Gossip Girl because I know it's been back and forth recently as to whether like they've been available uh, or if like shut down if these well, what's it called the spectacle the speculator i forget what the hell that stupid magazine is called spectator the spectator speculator yeah i wasn't sure if they had a, absorbed gossip girl by this point but i feel like we totally just overwrite all of this and now gossip girl is just back in full form Can I ask in hiding. Yes. about this whole thing mm-hmm. um, of course uh, this is this is newish, right? Like they didn't really like discuss go- who Gossip Girl's identity is all that much. Like this has right. been like a theme of the season. I've noticed it. Yes, that's not this really is like, a new been thing. a thing in seasons one to four, right? Correct. This is a new thing in season five where they're really like okay. incorporating Gossip Girl into the scope of the show and like being like, oh, who who is Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl, like we're shutting down Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl's in hiding. Gossip Girl only comes back for that one th- to, to report on on the uh, the party that gets Blair into that car accident. And mm-hmm. yeah, so they are definitely more in the like canon of the show now. Um, Was were you guys trying to, to figure like, out? A, I, oh, I don't sorry, know. I, it might be due to just like running out of ideas. Like I because I, okay. I, I famously have said that I don't like it. Just keep Gossip Girl as the uh, you know as the voiceover mechanism and just like. You know, if you need to insert her into the show every once in a while, but to, to do a whole like arc on like what's going on with Gossip Girl is like not not yeah. what I need in this show. But uh, were you guys trying to figure out who Gossip Girl was based on these fingers? I yeah, I knew those fingers anywhere. Honestly, I didn't even need the yeah. sequence. <laughs> I know now my again, digits. Hundred episode where we're going for big things. Gossip Girl potential reveal is obviously a big thing, um, and we'll we'll talk about one of the many twists at the end of this episode that have the, the very final twist. Um, but so th- this could. This could, like, like I said, it, this could go one of two ways. I'm sure plenty of people were very excited to start getting leads as to who Gossip Girl actually is. But like I was saying, for me, I, I hate this. I, I feel like uh, Gossip Girl is aggressively like jumping the shark here. With the more you play into the fact that Gossip Girl is a character on the show, like miss me with these bullshit reveals and red herrings about who Gossip Girl is, and like actually focus on writing good stories because the writing's suffering because of this bullshit. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Overall. when I first heard about this show, I kind of thought that's what the show was about—is like finding out who Gossip Girl was. I thought it was almost like a mystery Same. television show, um, and now finding out that aspect of it is just the worst part of the series, <laughs> and it's the back end of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so 
Rufus and Dan are in the penthouse. Rufus is going to go put up some flyers before the wedding for some reason. Um, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? But apparently <laughs> this is, uh, according to the trivia section, also this is also a nod to the... Uh, not to the pilot reminiscent of the first episode where he and Dan go out and hang music flyers in Brooklyn. Like, okay, we don't need to make reference yeah, yeah. to every scene like from the pilot. That, no, yeah. Okay. Just go watch the fucking pilot again. Then I don't think this yeah. is necessary. Like, I'm going to put up flyers and he winks. Remember from the pilot. <laughs> when we Everything's exactly the same. Yeah, to, to shoehorn that in there is just very silly. <laughs> yeah. So um, Rufus gives Dan some good luck like cuffs or something and says uh, he wore them for his wedding. And Dan's like, I don't need luck because I'm not getting married, but thank you. And Rufus is like, you're in the wedding party. That's close enough. Is it? Is that like... Does, does Rufus still really? want Dan to like to object against his wedding? No idea what he wants. <laughs> Rufus, again, million reason why he sucks. <laughs> I like that Rufus is like, oh yeah, by the way, Dan, why are you in the wedding party? And Dan's like, oh yeah, I did Louis a favor last week, so he told me to be in the wedding party. Like, what? I mean, I guess Truly I guess absurd. it makes sense. Uh, he wrote the vows, so I guess the exchange was to be in the wedding party. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I bet Rufus also and probably Dan- asked Dan to like as he goes up the aisle or down the aisle to like pass out flyers as he goes along too. <laughs> yeah. So so Dan figured he'd accept because it's better than sitting alone. So right off the bat, we're like starching off with not making sense with so, uh, when I'm watching I was like oh boy this is gonna be another stupid yeah, episode yeah. uh but it, you know we'll, we'll see if they turn around uh Rufus asks Dan if he's continuing the charade and Dan tells him uh once Blue Blair and Louis say I do Dan and Serena can say I don't and go back to being friends uh not if Serena has anything to do, to do with it and also I, I was like and I guess Serena just convinces everyone that they're in love for real but I was like isn't Blair going to notice they're still pretending to be together? Like, there's a huge hole in Serena's plan. But I, I guess it ends up, like, not working out for her. But I guess she ends up going with it. Yeah, she she commits to this bit fully. Um, and it almost works. Sort of. Almost, sure. Yeah. Uh, Dan's like, don't worry. Uh, my chances of running off with Blair are long gone. Some ironic foreshadowing there. <laughs> and uh, if anyone has a chance of disrupting the wedding, it's... And we cut to Chuck at the Empire. It looks like... Cavalia spent the night, and we're like, yeah, Cavalia had a slumber party with, with Chuck. I mean, we were and saying last week that this is a weird pairing, and then it, it is. proves to be a weird pairing because it is completely useless. Yeah, yes, just a, a red herring in this episode. Yeah, he hands Chuck a priest outfit. Don't know where he. I guess he brought it with him. And uh, Chuck's like, I don't play those games anymore. But uh, he's gonna need to get need to get past security at the door, which. No, he doesn't. He ends up going to the wedding, no problem, without the priest outfit. Like, <laughs> did not need it I, at I all. would have liked to have seen him in the priest outfit, though. <laughs> so, Cavalli asks if they should go over the plan again so he can hit us with some exposition. Uh, Father Smite's afternoon tea will be supplemented with sleeping pills. When he's unable to perform the ceremony, Cavalia will have to step in. And uh, then he'll ask if anyone has any objections. Chuck swoops in, announces to everyone that just last week he overheard Blair, he overheard Blair tell Cavalia that she's still in love with him. And in one fell swoop, Chuck will save Blair from a loveless marriage and Monaco from a thankless princess. And uh, right away, I'm like, not going to happen because how does how would Chuck think that this would go for him? Because he, he would also be giving up his chances with Blair because how would Blair ever respond positively, positively to this bad right. plan? I'm glad that Chuck knows it's a bad plan as well or, you know, he wants to be good boy Chuck still because he ends up not going through with it. Yeah, even if this is the plan that they want to go with, it doesn't need Cavalia in it at all because doesn't the regular priest still ask if anyone has any objections? Yeah. And that's the whole <laughs> yeah. point of Cavalia. Like, oh, well, once I'm in there, I'll make sure I ask if there's any objections. Like, I think that's I guess just it's, part of it. 
I guess if it is Cavalia, Chuck could say, just last week I heard Blair confess that she still loved me to Cavalia, and then Cavalia could be no, like, yes. it is true, it is true, she did say that to me. Well, he's breaking into the wedding, he, am, could, just, he could just come with him anyway. I am Cavalia! <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, it, there's a lot of uh, holes in the Which I guess is here. why they don't end up going with this plan anyway. Maybe. Here's a... Well, Chuck doesn't. Uh, yeah. Here's one of my favorite parts. Serena comes downstairs and sociopath Louie goes up to her and in the weirdest way possible goes, oh, Serena, I am so nervous. Can you believe it? He's marrying me. <laughs> I'm the luckiest man in the world. The ha-ha's were so scary. <laughs> it's, it's as if he was reading off a script and also doing a Tommy Wiseau impression. And then he, and then he just saunters off. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know if it has anything to do with like where he lands later in the episode, where it because it, I, I, he hadn't had this conversation with his mom yet, where she's like, "No, marriage is loveless." No, he, right, he, right he now I think he's Blair... really excited to marry Blair genuinely. Yeah, and this he is doesn't know that out. Blair doesn't love him yet. He's like, I think this is I I just think this is bad acting. I this think is this is living. him trying to act as very happy. Yes, <laughs> which acting happy should be one of the first things you learn how to do as an actor. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the luckiest man in the world. Ha ha. <laughs> It's very That's good. Ridiculous. So, so now we're so we're, the episode started a little slow. Now we're starting to really get cooking with happened, gas. Yeah, yeah. And then after Louis says that, Dorota's just like, "Don't worry, Serena. You'll find someone who loves you that way too." She's like, like "I don't know if I Serena want." Serena wasn't to. asking. Dorota read her. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, uh, Louis dancing with mommy, and he he wants to make sure that uh, he knows all the steps. And uh, mom, Princess uh, Sophie or whatever her name is, is surprised they made it to this day because she thought for certain the bride would humiliate the family in some way. But uh, Blair is, has transformed into the most advantageous partner. The press has really taken to her since the unfortunate accident, and she says, "I could have hoped for a more perfect arrangement." Ha ha! They love the ha ha in, in, in that family. Um, so also, Louis's mom is a sociopath, obviously too. She's like, "Love that she got in an accident. Perfect for the family. It's it's amazing." Um, yeah. And also, they're like still dancing with each other the entire time they have this conversation. So everyone um, is truly on crazy pills throughout this episode. People are just acting strange throughout the episode. Yeah, the French are always strange, but I mean, this is weird i i I feel like louis had his hands pretty low during this dance too <laughs> leaving him there is getting a little seen in colby yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now but not even just the french like nate x insane this episode as well don't know what gets into him <laughs> <laughs> these men need to be bonked yeah just, <laughs> he's like god what am i doing with my life how can i, I not we have we have one later? of these from nate like every once in a while <laughs> So, it's like Nate saw there on episode 100 and he still hasn't had much character development. So he's like, oh, I've got to try yeah, this out. Shove it in here. And this is the first time that uh, Louis's mom says that every relationship is a business deal. And sometimes you get lucky and also find love, which very romantic way of looking at marriage. This is what you told uh, Nicole as well, right, Brendan? Yeah, these were again, I think I've said this a few times on the show, but this is another section of my vows. Yeah. Yes. You you ripped your whole vows from uh, this wedding in particular. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's true. It's the way it is. Well, what if he pulled? What if he pulled uh, Louis and asked you to write his vows, and you just wrote down uh, Louis's vows from the uh, show? Oh yeah, that would, would work too. Who knows? Wife of Pod Nicole better than I do to, to write the vows for you. <laughs> 
Eleanor and Cyrus are here, and so is Harold. Uh, Eleanor feels she's forgetting something, but she can't put her finger on it. But Cyrus tells her, you never forget anything. It's one of your best and worst qualities. And uh, some lady, I guess this is the the wedding coordinator that's going to come over throughout the episode, and she tells the mother and father of the bride that they will share a dance. And Cyrus, graciously, without hesitation, tells her that the father is right over there and motions to Harold. Um... It's been a while since they danced together, but they're both game, as long as Harold doesn't show up Eleanor like he did last time. And uh, I, why do they have to dance with each other? I guess that's just the rule of the wedding. Like, mother and father of the bride have to be the ones that dance with each other. Yeah, I guess it's actually not a rule. I think it's usually just, like, the daughter <laughs> and the bride. Daughter and the bride. Um, yeah. So stupid. Daughter, father the daughter and the bride. It's a case basis, though. Like, it's, like, depending yeah. on what the family dynamic is. Right, but this coordinator yeah. is like, yes, obviously the mother and the father of the bride will share a dance with each other. And Cyrus, yeah. you know, the whole episode is like, that's the father right there. That's Harold. He's the father. Um, great, great guy, that's Cyrus. Great guy. And this lady goes to Serena now. Uh, the best man's flight has been delayed. Does the best man ever make it to the wedding? Unsure. Not, <laughs> we leave that unclear, I guess. I guess but, I never, uh, even, I never Serena, thought about that at all. Serena Which random character would you have loved to see as the best man? Mm. Like, oh, Jack God. <laughs> Me, yeah. I, uh, me and Louie go way back. I've got best best hotel <laughs> in uh, France. It's doing quite well. Yeah. <laughs> Serena has to choose another partner from the present groomsmen. So uh, that's why we have to shoehorn Dan into the groomsman role, I guess, so he can agree to do this. And Serena's impressed and surprised because the, the Dan she met five years ago couldn't even box step. And uh, they continue their flirty banter until Cyrus announces, Hey, she's here, the Princess Bride. What a reference. Top, top uh, notch there. Yeah. Everyone knows, of course, that uh, Cyrus Wallace Shawn was in The Princess Bride. So, uh, a gr- great reference here. Great reference. Bad movie. One of the few references. <laughs> you- oh, you think bad movie? It's, it's very. It's supposed it. to be very good, but it's just it looks so old and ugly. I can't, I can't stand oh, it. Oh, you haven't seen it. I have seen it. I just, but it looked oh, old. You, I watched. You say it. that after the fact. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I also watched it later in in life because uh, you know it, people love the movie. I. I it was fine. It di- did not live up to the hype for me, but it wasn't bad. But I watched it with my mom. Movies. No, it didn't. I watched it with my mom. My mom was very critical of it. She was like, "It's exactly what I thought it would be—a stupid fairy tale." I don't know why everyone loves it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow! Geez. You must like no the critic, has log- <laughs> the critic has logged on. <laughs> so it's so Maddie's mom. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> the wedding planner asks Blair right away if CNN should call her Princess or Mrs. Grimaldi. And uh, Blair needs to talk to her best friend before she does anything else. It's very cute. She's like, I need my best friend. So she whisks Serena away. Uh, we get Dan to do a ridiculous British accent. Go right ahead, Mrs. Grimaldi. Like, again, what is happening? Did the, re- <laughs> did the director have everyone get high before shooting? Did he have them go sleep deprived? I was like, high, and are- I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> they are all insane this episode. I don't think anyone even heard Dan say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like the second episode in a row where uh, Dan has just uh, kind of like, I don't know if he's ad-libbing or just like, a la kind of Seth Cohen just like putting a button on the end of these scenes, just like random out of nowhere. Like last week we had the scene in the jail cell where he just ends it with the, how you doing? And then yeah, this yeah, week yeah. he's just like speaking in a British accent. Like uh, maybe this is a new thing that Penn Badgley's trying out maybe? If you leave the camera on for, for too long, he's going to say something. So maybe, maybe he always <laughs> so, does this and they're just leaving these in now. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Blair can't believe it. Goldberg. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Blair can't believe this is happening. Serena calms her down, tells her it's going to be the best day of her life. And uh, Blair asks if anything's going to ruin it. And Serena says, of course not. What could? And we cut to Georgina. And first of all. <laughs> that was my, my first like out loud laugh of the episode. So, am I misremembering? Felipe, were you critical of Georgina? Did you famously say that Georgina sucks? Or was that, uh, was that am I, I misremembering? 
That might have been me in the first season before I realized what the purpose of her was. Like oh, okay, I, good, I was like, good. the first season Georgina was like a terrible human being. And well, yeah, she's a terrible human being. Of course, she's yeah, yeah. Back. And <laughs> I was like very judgmental of that. But when I saw her, I was so happy. I yeah, you, Georgina you, hadn't shown up in my no, she did. She tried to get Ivy to jump out a window, but otherwise, she had not been present. <laughs> Forgot about that. No, this she is had a, a not perfect... been present much lately, though. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I, I was hooting and hollering. Um, I was like, mother has arrived. Yes, it, it, this it, is her it, first it's perfect appearance. for her to come here now, too, because I couldn't think of a reason why she should be there. So, like, what, <laughs> exactly. what better time for her to come in? Did she evolved. She has her, like, boyfriend, baby daddy yes. there to be her little, seems like a her nice little man. whipping boy. <laughs> <laughs> very, very himbo energy. Um, but so yeah, himbo. it's her first appearance of season five. Uh, it, they have done the classic break glass in case of emergency here. If, if anyone can save a bad episode or a bad season, it Great is Georgina. Use. I am so happy to see her. Um, she's reading about Princess Blair in the paper, and she is pissed. She's like, that bitch got me remanded to rehab, banished from Bible camp, and abandoned in Belarus, all for her own enjoyment. And uh, Georgina has not been in that many episodes, and so much has happened to her. And she's like, this is supposed to be her happiest day? Then I can't wait to rain all over her parade. So not only does Blair not even love her groom and has another man waiting in the wings to ruin the wedding and an additional additional man also in love with her, but now Georgina is coming to ruin the day as well. So this is perfect. Perfect storm here. It, it is crazy how much of an impact this character has on the show and she's been in, what, like 10 episodes to this point? Like something, something like right, that? Exactly. It's incredible. Well, I, when I did a Harriet the Spy podcast a couple years ago, I remember looking into Michelle Trachtenberg and like watching a video and I was like... Gina Sparks is such like an iconic name. I couldn't place it, but like they asked her about it and she was like, and then I found out she was only in like these handful of episodes yeah. each season. I was like, oh, she's not that big of a since every year. She just pops in for the bangers. Boy, does she oh, make yeah. her mark. And that is what's special is what is special about her. Um, we'll cut back to Chuck and Cavalia here. Uh, Chuck has not changed into his priest costume and Cavalia is all of a sudden feeling very sick. Uh, he has to use the restroom and Chuck just goes, oh, you may not. You better find one you can and stay close to it for the rest of the day. You may have a touch of food poisoning. So uh, Chuck obviously double-crossed the evil priest. Uh, did you think there was a chance he wouldn't do this? Like uh, like, like we said, this this plan was bad to begin with, and we've really been hyping up this good Chuck. Did you guys think there was a chance that he would uh, he would go through with this plan? I mean, he, he sort of... He doesn't go with that version of it, but he's still... You know, I guess he doesn't object. I don't know. It would kind of rewrite everything in an annoying way if he did just like, you know what, I'm going to get what I want. And like you said before, too, how would that make Blair fall into his hands if he just exactly. went and ruined her day? That, that would like kind of put him back where he used to be. Yeah. So I think he's trying to just actually continue with this character arc. And one of the things yeah. I've always appreciated about Gossip Girl was that they uh, were very consistent with Chuck's character development. Yeah, so... Um... I, you mentioned that he doesn't object. I like that he, like, walks out as if he's gonna object right, right, just I to guess, be like, yeah. just, just to be kidding. like, I will not object. <laughs> gotcha. And, and, and everyone turns around and looks at him like, "Are you gonna say <laughs> anything?" He's like, "I'm here. I'm here." And <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I will not object. <laughs> Back to you guys. <laughs> but don't look at your phones. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, it's possible the water that Chuck has been pouring for Cavalia or more, all morning came from. The tap at a bass resort bathroom in Mexico, uh, really concerning for the bass resorts in Mexico, I guess. That yeah, water I, is- at first I was like, oh, he scooped it out of the bathtub or like out of the toilet. And then, but then I realized, no, he just means like the tap water itself makes you sick there. <laughs> yeah, good to know. I think they should clean that up there. Um, yeah. Also, bold moves to be so- like, you can't go, like, I can just poison you and you can't shit anywhere. 
in this house. Get out. I would just like by, by spite, just like fuck you. I'm gonna shit all over the place here. <laughs> I'll shit on your pool table. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> and Chuck continues. Uh, you see, I can't allow you to destroy Blair's wedding. You think because I love her, I want her all to myself. But I'm not that man anymore. I just want her to be happy. And if marrying Louis will do that for her, that's what's going to happen. So yeah, let's go, Chuck. Chuck is still a good guy. Let's go, Chuck. Let's change all those bumper stickers in my neighborhood to "Let's go, Chuck." Let's, yeah, yes. <laughs> Cross out the other name and just write Chuck. <laughs> People will be confused. <laughs> so. Um, so Cavalia goes to find a bathroom and instead he finds Georgina who shushes him and motions for him to follow her uh, yes naturally a Georgina Cavalia team up uh, it's something that everyone was anticipating here and uh, they enter the elevator and Georgina hits us with a bless us father I have a feeling we're about to sin she's great you know she was just, you know she was just planning that line the whole time yeah oh yeah I mean she, she probably used it on one of her bible camp peers <laughs> definitely probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Cavalia. Oh, see the the spinoff of Cavalia and Georgina at Bible. Oh camp. yeah, that's that's a great show. Right <laughs> I, there. Honestly, I even uh, just want to see Georgina at Bible Camp for like a season. Oh yeah, um, Cavalia exits the porta potty. Uh, how long do you think he was in there for? Mm, good question. Half a day, probably. Yeah, I, I think this is a good four hour sequence. And then um, they have the thing where like, oh, Cavalli has been like food poisoned. How are we going to like have him be active? So Dr. Georgina just gives him some magic pills to cure his sickness. Take yeah. these. You'll be better. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. What, what are those? All right. Um, Cavalli is confused as to who this is. Like he doesn't even know who Georgina is. So uh, she tells him she's the answer to his prayers. Because yeah, why is he taking these pills? Honestly, after they, they just mentioned that. Like, he <laughs> just got poisoned from water. Now, like, any, hey, here, take, take these pills. He's, he has <laughs> this shit hand? so badly. He, he would do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, they both want to take down the same wedding she's more than happy to pick up where Cavalia left off and he's like why should I trust you and she's like because you clearly need me and uh, according to Georgina Cavalia has been going to the wrong person uh, the man is always the weak link so she shouldn't be wasting uh, his time on Blair and she gets Cavalia to give her the priest costume and she tells him that uh, she's confident she could pull this off because Jesus owes her one um, Georgina's plan or her first plan anyway ends up uh, not being that great either no, it's not. It's not great. It's, it's a bush league at best. Um, I also well, don't know what luckily, she means. Uh, oh, God. I don't know what you... I was just going to say, luckily, uh, Detectives Rufus and Lily were on the case. <laughs> Thank God. I don't, I don't... What does she mean by Jesus owes her one? I feel like... Hasn't she... Wasn't she hasn't she been a bad girl? Yeah, I, I don't know. In her, in her warped mind, she thinks that Jesus owes her one. Um, she read the Bible one time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we see our old friend, the real Charlotte Rhodes, and uh, naturally she is catering the wedding, and uh, naturally Nate runs into her, a small island like Manhattan, they were bound to run into each other, of course, mm -hmm. and also, of course, they have, you know, immediate chemistry because it's Nate and a girl of any age that he is able to have chemistry with, and uh, Nate goes to introduce himself, but Lola already knows who he is because apparently she worked his office Christmas party, and Nate's trying to save face with his charming smile, but it turns out he's met her multiple times and signed her invoice and still doesn't remember her, and Lola's like, it's okay, I can't expect someone like you to remember someone like me and uh, she drives away leaving nate to feel pretty shitty about himself this is gonna cause like an existential crisis for him oh, question yeah was i just too stoned or had we seen this lady before yes we she was in when uh rufus and lily are trying to find we, we haven't seen her we haven't seen her at a party though before right we didn't see we had not seen in the party that okay. oh, yeah. i was like oh we I did not, not see that. i know this no. is yeah i know this was um the real charlie Rhodes, but yeah. i was like Huh? That's the only time we've seen her. Yeah, we did not see this mythical Christmas party that Nate is referring right. to. I, I was so confused. I, was like, <laughs> I, I, I know I was high, but did I miss something? Right. So 
Dan comes over as Nate, who it is, and Nate's having an existential crisis over this girl. He, he Nate's like Nate thinks his issue is uh, he's been paying too much attention to the wrong girls and not enough to the right ones. I don't know how he determined this random girl was the right girl, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my right girl. I don't. I, I think it's just like out of pure guilt, he feels bad. Like oh, I, I'm like a pompous asshole, and she called me out, so now I love her. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, and he's like, no wonder I'm going to the wedding solo of a girl I spent half my life with thinking I would marry. Uh, it's still hard to believe that Nate and Blair were dating at the so, beginning so of the show. It's like the, the, at this point in the show, they're the last two that make sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so Nate's starting to think that there's no such thing as an honest relationship, so maybe he should stop looking. Uh, love that Nate and Dan are having some bro talk. It's been a while. And uh, a while. Yeah, Nate tells him that the world must really be a mess because the, the most honest person they know is Chuck Bass. Uh, how would that happen? Uh, this is like a different Nate. He is again. He's acting so out of character right now, just because he couldn't charm a cater waiter. I mean, he's used to having so much game that like this really flustered him. I know that when someone isn't into it, he's like, "What am I doing wrong with my life?" Yeah, yeah. And so, speaking of Chuck, Dan says that they have to make sure today's the day that Chuck isn't all about honesty. And Nate was thinking the same thing. Uh, but first, we'll see Blair and Serena getting ready. And Blair says that everything is going to change. But Serena's like, uh, not really, because you're already royalty. And I thought Serena was being romantic, but she is referring to Blair being the uh, self-titled queen bee and her kingdom yeah. that was the step to a museum. And uh, Serena just nonchalantly reminds Blair that she's going to have to a country to rule now because she's going to be a real-life princess. And Blair turns the conversation on Serena because she saw uh, then this morning... And she wants to know if that the fake connection between Serena and Dan sparked a real one. And Serena's like, not exactly. And Blair figures out that Serena did not tell Dan that they could stop pretending. And Serena's like, yeah, I figured what's the harm in waiting to the wedding. I, I do enjoy that Serena's not even hiding it. She, she didn't try to come up with an excuse. She's like, yeah, I just made the executive decision to, to continue. Hey, whatever, who cares? It's yeah. fine. She's still not explicitly saying that she's doing it because she likes Dan. Like She won't say it out loud, but yeah. why else would she be doing this? She doesn't ever say why why she does it. I, well, she does it at the end, but I like when she's like, Dan, I owe you an explanation. I'm sorry. And Dan's like, that was the explanation? I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting <laughs> for the <laughs> explanation. Um, so Blair thinks that uh, Serena is falling further while Dan has no clue. And uh, she saw the look in Serena's eyes. She thinks that Serena needs to hurry up and tell Dan how she feels because uh, if she th screws things up again like last time. Um, a lot of references to previous episodes in this one. She and then uh, she says, uh, don't let the fear of how he's going to respond hold you back. At the very least, say it out loud and be done with it. So good advice from Blair, even though she's currently not telling Chuck how she feels about him. Um, so, you know, not able to follow her own advice there. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Yeah, I mean, she at least has told Chuck that she loves him. She just doesn't explain why just, she can't be with him. Yeah, which is going to be a, a more of a, another frustrating point of this episode. We've been doing this frustrating, right? Yeah, I guess this is now the third episode in a row, or maybe it's, I, I don't yeah. know. It feels like it. At least it's been a few. Eleanor and Dorota are thrilled to see how beautiful Blair looks. Uh, Eleanor's about to cry. Uh, tells Blair she gets prettier every day. And she asks Blair, what's wrong? Because uh, now Blair looks like she's about to cry. And Dorota's like, oh, it's just nerves. Uh, Blair can't breathe all of a sudden. She's freaking out. Uh, she wants to take off the dress. But Eleanor's like, just breathe. Get some air. It's fine. Um, 
Eleanor reports back to the two dads. She she tells them that Blair's a nervous wreck. And Harold isn't surprised because Eleanor was a nervous wreck the day of their wedding as well. Uh, you know, the quartet had to stall until her Xanax kicked in. And this triggers something in Eleanor because she's like, I figured it out. I have a last-minute errand to run. Um, and so she's going to leave. Harold asks... Uh, Ask Cyrus if she's coming with to uh, to help with Blair. And Cyrus, again, tells him, you're the father. You should go. Um, all this is so good because it sets up that Cyrus payoff so perfectly later. Yeah, just that one little that one little thing. It's, it's not really a, like a plot here, but it sort of is like a funny yeah. little through line. Like you're, He keeps saying, you're the father, you're the father. And then at the end, it's like, one father's not. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> so uh, Cyrus unknowingly uh, walks by Georgina, who is just in priest garb with a Bible in front of her face. Who who let her in? Uh, like, <laughs> if you're wearing priest garb, you can go anywhere. Who Georgina cares about by... our happiness. Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, thank God for them. Uh, Georgina sneaks her man in. I, I I think his name's Philip, and they uh they get they get to cracking. Um, Chuck is going to get a call from Nathaniel. Uh, Nate is trying to subtly see if Chuck has any plans today to crash the wedding, as if as if Chuck's gonna like accidentally tell him like, "Yes, I'm. Uh, I do have plans today. I'm gonna go to Blair's wedding. Actually, ah, oh, shit, you got me." Ah, damn. <laughs> uh, Chuck just tells him, uh, "Why don't we do you a favor and skip your ellipses? Monkey and I have a lovely day planned, far from the Upper East Side. The only person you have to worry about stopping Blair's wedding is most likely standing right next to you." Chuck is good. But he's, he's he's good. Right. He's right. And he hits him with a. Uh, Hello, Humphrey, in his best Jigsaw impression. <laughs> oh, Humphrey, I want to play a game. <laughs> Meet me a monkey at Central Park. <laughs> so, uh, Nate takes Chuck off speakerphone and apologizes. Uh, Chuck says, I know what you thought. You don't need to anymore. Uh, Chuck knows that uh, bad things happen when Nate thinks. He's like, just stop stop thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's fine. <laughs> You're good. I can hear the steam um, come out of your ears. Just relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so... Chuck tells Nate if he was meant to stop the wedding, there would have been some sort of sign. Uh, first of all, didn't know that Chuck was a big believer in signs, but uh, then, just as Chuck is saying that, in walks Eleanor, the mother of the bride herself. Yeah. Uh, even Eleanor can tell that uh, Blair doesn't love Louis, and she is here to do the right thing. I-, I knew I loved Eleanor. She's great. Ever since she was bad, she's been great. <laughs> she has not looked back. I'm pretty sure we gave Eleanor an MVP, at least one of us did, in the last episode. And I was, like, giving her one already mentally in my head. We'll see where I land at the end of the episode. But I was like, Eleanor, is she going for Mother of the Year? Listen, I've said it before. Blair ends up with the best parental unit. She's got a great mom now. She's got the best best stepdad. She's got a decent father. I don't know where Ramon is this episode. I guess he didn't get invited to the wedding or just didn't want to make the trip. Yeah. Um, But Ramon isn't here. I mean, Ramon's just bonus, but still, even with those three, it's great plus Ramon. So uh, Eleanor asks for a drink, and I I have never seen Chuck so frazzled in the history of this show. Uh, Eleanor drinks her scotch and tells him that it's her daughter's wedding day and everything is perfect, but that doesn't mean it's right. Uh, Harold mentioning how nervous Eleanor was on their wedding day is what did it. She tells Chuck that she was so nervous because she knew something was wrong, but she didn't know what. And she's about to tell Chuck that Louis is gay, like Harold. No. (laughs) I can tell tell right away. I can tell. I was nervous and Harold ended up being gay. So now the player's nervous. I know that Louis. I can't tell he's gay or just French. I'm just not sure. So when uh, Eleanor married Cyrus, she was very calm, like everything was falling into place. And Eleanor doesn't want her daughter to have to wait for a second chance to be happy. She should be happy the first time around. So uh, Chuck asks Eleanor what she's saying. And Eleanor tells him that all day long she's had this feeling that she'd forgotten something. And then she realized what it was. You! And then before she leaves, she hits Chuck with, so, 
Are you coming to stop this thing or what? Well, if, uh, you know, Chuck, if you believe in signs, Chuck, this is a pretty clear sign. The mother of the bride coming over and saying, you're stopping yeah. the wedding. And uh, now it's perfect because Blair can't even get mad at him for it because, like, her mom literally told him to do it. Yeah. The, the only thing that would be more clear is if Blair herself came here in her wedding dress. Like, I don't want to marry him. Come marry me. Like, that's, that's yeah. this is the second best option here. Yeah. I have to admit, I did get goosebumps. A classic Chuck and Eleanor mess around. And for her to like, explicitly say, like, are you going to come stop this wedding? It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But it's it, but awesome. I got chills. Chills. Return to this episode around, baby. So it's almost wedding time, of course, January 21st, 2012, as we all know. Uh, the guests are here. Rufus and Lily have arrived and are, are commenting on everything. Uh, you know, uh, I will say, they figured out the right thing to do with Rufus setting him in the background. But unfortunately, Lily has also so lately. Like this season, like she has just been background player along with Rufus, like all season. And I, I love like just hearing her talk or walk. Uh, you know, she's, she's great at what she does, but she really does not get enough screen time. I, I appreciate anything I get from her, but there was a, a, plenty of time in the early days where she was a part of main storylines, and it's, I, just, I do miss those she, times. Uh, she might be a little gun-shy after going on house arrest. She doesn't want to do too much scheming. Yeah, It's the, the whole Ben thing. Ben ruined. Yeah. Happiness. Yeah. It's true. Fuck Ben. Uh, 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 not posthumous. He's not dead, but he's off the show. But uh, a posthumous LVP for, for Ben, for, yeah. for Lily continuing to be in the background. Um. Rufus thinks that they might must not actually be married if this is what a wedding is. And Lily's like, of course we're married. Remember our wedding? Uh, she starts listing things off. And then uh, in some more comically bad PI work, Rufus spots <laughs> Georgina behind the door and goes, Georgina? And Lily, of course, thinks he's remembering her, her being at the wedding. Uh, but <laughs> then Georgina goes back. And Georgina goes back behind the door and Rufus doesn't say anything else. And obviously it comes back. But at this just... point I was like. Yeah, I, 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 I thought like, he was hell? just going to like walk right past him and be like, oh, I didn't yeah. see. That it was, it was hallucinating. Like Georgina? All right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really thought that wasn't going to come up again. I was going to be like, Rufus, LVP for not doing anything about this. I was going to say, well, no. I was going to say LVP Rufus for then ruining our fun. <laughs> but Yeah, they also do ruin the fun, yeah. yeah. Um, or try to, at least. Um, Georgina's explaining the plan to uh, her boyfriend. They're going to seduce Louie, or not them, I guess. That would be interesting. But Georgina's going to seduce Louie. a horrible Louis. plan. Horrible have, plan. Yeah. They're, they're going to upload to Gossip Girl, and Blair, Blair will have to postpone the wedding to save face. And uh, and that weird priest will take over from there. I uh, love that even Georgina knows that Cavalli is a freak. She's calling him the weird priest. Yeah. And Louie is coming in, uh, so Philip hides and starts recording. Uh, some random guy comes in, and Georgina tells him to tell Louie that his sister Beatrice is waiting for him in the chambers. And in ten minutes, tell the bride the same thing. Actually, make that five. And this random guy just, like, listens to Georgina, I guess because he's very attracted to her? Un unclear. Yeah, he looks confused, but I guess the confusion was he also horniness. He can't, like, say anything. Yeah, he's like, hubba, hubba, okay. I'll, I'll yeah, do whatever you he say. He did say hubba, hubba, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is essentially Beatrice's plan from last week where she was trying to get Chuck alone in the room with Blair and hoped that they would fuck. But now it's just Georgina right. trying to seduce Louie while he's stone cold sober, has never met her before, and assumes, <laughs> yeah. like, by the way, she's dressed, he'll just fuck her. And I and has never shown, like, any, like, kind of wanting to cheat on Blair or anything. I, I, do, I love the confidence. Like, well, if I'm dressed like this, who wouldn't want to fuck me? <laughs> I'll take it from here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Louis talks to Dan. He tells him that uh, he he had it changed that Dan and Serena could walk down the aisle together. Um, I, I, was, was he doing Dan a favor here? Or was he implying, like, you know, your girl is Serena, mine is Blair. Stay away from my princess. Like, is that... Is that... <laughs> I think he was doing that. 
Is that, or was he like, oh, yes, I gave, I do you a favor. You're you're going to be next to Serena now. I know you're it's, really in love. It's hard to say because he's so crazy. Ah. He's, he's officially gone crazy this episode. So you don't know which direction he's going right now. What a miracle. I can't believe this is my life. I'm marrying Blair. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> when did he even like Blair that much? Like, I don't even know. I, he, this is, he's, after all they've been through, he should fucking hate Blair. They should just despise each other, and like, <laughs> and he does by now. Yeah, yeah by so, now, I guess. Um, yeah. So Louis tells Dan it'll be more romantic, and then's like, "You can stop pretending." Blair told me everything. Your fake feelings have become real. And uh, when did Blair tell Louis this? Like, this is first of all, that's not even what Serena told Blair. So why is Blair telling Louis now? Oh, they're really like I don't know where this came from, but uh, Louis thanks Dan from the bottom of his heart for uh, covering for Blair during her conversion lessons, and he remarks that Dan and Blair really are best friends, which means he's Louis's best friend too. Um, Dan may get an auto LVP just because uh, becoming Louis's best friend is an auto yeah, loss. I think tough. that's very tough. <laughs> and like by you're going through tough times if you're best friends with Louis, and you've been sort of like cucked in a way that you had to write his vows for him. Yeah. yeah. Write how you feel about Blair so that someone else can say it to the woman you love. The, the, it's fucked up. And the fact that Louis is not nervous after he after read you know, maybe he didn't read these vows until like minute of. Because otherwise I'd be scared. Like this guy really does love my wife. Yeah. Like, why is he so comfortable with Dan doing this for him? Just best friends. So the random man whispers in Louis's ears, and uh, Louis just accepts that his sister has made a surprise appearance, even though she's supposed to be in South Africa. So uh, he has to go. And the door opens, but it's not Louis. Georgina is greeted with, uh, well, she, she tries to greet whoever enters with, oh, Louis, I just had to see you. And it turns out that Rufus did do something about seeing Georgina, because it's Rufus and Lily who enter the room. Uh, what a reveal. The wow. first reveal of many in this episode. Uh, when, when Rufus thought he saw Georgina, Lily just knew it had to be true, and Rufus asked if crashing one wedding wasn't enough. And he claims that she was invited. Her invitation just got lost in the mail. Uh, classic excuse, the old invitation yeah, got lost in the mail. Time. Love it, yeah. Um, she does live in Brooklyn now, after all. So. Yeah, um, some Brooklyn slander. Now, this is where I get confused, because Lily says she's already alerted security, and she's glad to be the one to escort her out. Security never comes to escort Georgina out. Yeah. She is going to be here throughout the rest of the wedding. <laughs> what is security doing? Because Lily's like, okay, they're already on their way. Here they come. I mean, again, like, and as you were saying, Felipe, it's nice seeing, like, Rufus and Lily get a potential win, but they are ruining or trying to ruin all the fun right now. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's it's rude and disrespectful, and I don't stand for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Rufus and Lily here are, are really, they're giving me um, Jesse and James from Team Rocket vibes here. It's <laughs> <laughs> really what I, I'm like. I'm trying to figure out who their Meowth would be. <laughs> it would be Vanessa if she ever came back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Georgina comes out from hiding and Georgina tells him that this is not over. The boy is, uh, that, uh, that Philip, I believe, again, is his name, uh, confused because Rufus and Lily are right on uh, the other side of the door, as Taylor Swift would say. But apparently, <laughs> nice. apparently there's another door there that, that uh, no one is on the other side of. So Georgina's going to think of something. She's like, there's another door. We can do something. So I don't know how Rufus and Lily fumble this so badly. They're like, security's on their way. We're going to stand right outside the door <laughs> waiting for them until this happens. Because they're Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah. why, do, why don't they just stand right next to Georgina? Why are they like, we're going to be on the other side of the door? I, I think they're, I think Lily pulls Rufus out because he's getting too horny looking at her in that <laughs> outfit. I, I bet, I, you know, I, I forgot to tell you this. My, well, you know, we'll talk about it later. I'll just tell you now. In my version of this episode, um, there's an extra post credit scene where Lily's wearing this outfit that Georgina has on. And Rufus uh, is really excited. Yeah. I knew I would have forgotten later if we got there. 
Penelope is admiring Blair's dress in, in the bridal suite, and it looks like they're they're back in this room, and Eleanor storms in, kicks everyone out by screaming, out, out, out! Uh, Blair asks her mom where she's been, and Eleanor tells Blair not to get angry with her, because then Chuck walks in right behind her, and Eleanor leaves so they can have some alone time. Um, you know, we had to have a classic Blair and Chuck scene on the day of the big wedding, and here we go. So Chuck insists the last thing he wanted to do was show up today, but even Blair's own mother thinks they need to talk. So Blair starts to talk, and Chuck just interrupts her. Don't marry him. And she, Blair starts again, and she, he just repeats himself. He, Don't marry him. Good strategy. Just a, a clear, simple message. That's it. Right to the point. That's all you need. Chuck knows that all the people outside are waiting for her, but they also want her to be happy, which she isn't going to be if she goes through with this. And he says, tell me I'm wrong, and I'll leave. You can. You can't. Because it should be us up there, and you know it. Uh, Blair claims it isn't that simple, but just uh, Chuck just tells her that it is only that simple. You told me you loved me, and I know it was true. And then Blair tells him that it is true. Of course I love you, Chuck. I've always loved you. I love you more and more every day if it's even possible to love someone that much. Uh, at least Blair is, you know, as she told Sarin to be, being honest with Blair, uh, t- on today of all days. Yeah. I, I, mean, it, I guess it's sort of nice and romantic, the scene, but it's still lost on me because it's still such a stupid reason that she won't be with him. I, I, I can't hear this conversation anymore. I, like, obviously never forgotten it, but, like, when you go through, like, I have kind of just accepted as fact, like, oh, yeah, Blair and Chuck can't be together. Like, that's just what it is. And then, <laughs> like, sometimes the reasoning comes back, and it's like, when Serena's just like, yeah, you're a little packed with Jesus. Like, that's kind of stupid. That's true. Like, has like, been oh, against God. it the whole time. Like, I'm like, thank you for saying that, because I, I cannot believe this self-imposed ban on Chuck that, that Blair has created. Like, she has created this whole problem herself. Right. Yeah, she's like, she she legitimately thinks that Chuck will die if they get together. Oh my god, it's so frustrating. So, uh, Chuck tries to convince Blair to leave the w- wedding with him right now. Uh, speaking of Taylor, very speak now of him, right? Right. Very in the much. Scene. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> uh, Blair doesn't expect Chuck to understand, but even if she wasn't with Louis, she still couldn't be with him, and that has got to be tough to hear for Chuck. Uh, He's been just, hearing just it know, for, for weeks now. I know. Just know that not living with you is the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, and at this point, this is when I'm taking a step back. Uh, from accepting the premise that Blair can't be with Chuck, like when I'm, I'm remembering now that she only can't be with Chuck because of the pledge that she created, because uh, she thinks God doesn't want her to. Um, just like cut the nonsense and be with Chuck. That's and and even more frustrating because she won't explicitly tell him what this weird right. Pool is. Like at least, te- like yeah. She, I know you want to understand because I won't tell you, but right. Okay. That's another. Th- that's another rule I've made up. I can't tell you why. Uh, so. <laughs> Blair says at least she has someone who loves her by her side, and she thinks Chuck should find someone too. And Chuck replies that he has. She's standing right in front of me. And uh, Blair knows this sounds crazy, but she insists that she really is doing this for Chuck. And if I were Chuck, I would need better than that. I I would need a concrete reason. And like you were saying, there's literally no reason why Blair can't tell Chuck why she isn't marrying him. Just say it so that Chuck can be like, oh, that's fucking stupid. (laughs) Right. Like, okay, now maybe I don't love you anymore because that is a little wacky. (laughs) <laughs> so Serena comes in and sees Chuck and doesn't know how to react. Uh, Blair tells him it's okay. Chuck was just giving Blair her his blessing, and uh, Chuck says nothing as Blair and Serena leave. And then again, we get the reveal of reveals as Georgina comes out from behind the second door and starts slow cat lapping, which is is incredible. <laughs> Love a slow clap, especially from uh, a diva like this, Mother Mother Georgina. Yes. Mother Georgina. Um, Regina's loving what she had just heard. If she could try, she, cry, she'd be moved to tears. And she lets Chuck know that the best part is she has it all recorded. There's so many questions. How did she know something like this would happen? How long has she been standing back there waiting for something? Just, like, recording? Uh, and then Georgina rhetorically asks how Louie would feel if he found out how Blair felt about Chuck. And then Lily and Rufus come back in. And wait a second. 
Have Lily and Rufus also been standing on the other side of the door just waiting for Georgina to come out? Wasn't security supposed to be coming? How did any of this happen on their watch? <laughs> the whole freaking bridal party entered the door. Like, Blair was in there with all of her bridesmaids. Eleanor kicked everyone out. Everyone is going in and out while Rufus and Lily are just stupidly standing outside being like, security will be here any <laughs> there's, there's just too many not doors. Not commenting on how anyone's going inside and not being like, oh, Georgina's in here. They should know that Georgina's no longer in there, that she's hiding behind some other door. And then they come rushing in. She's like, Georgina, hey, you're like, I, I don't know I mean, what to answer your what first happened. question from seemingly like, like a half hour ago that, that rant you just went on. Uh, Georgina knows by now as like a professional schemer to always keep the cameras rolling, always keep keep it going, so you get you catch something <laughs> to put it up on the internet. That's all I'm I got. As far as the the, the turning, <laughs> as, as far as the Scooby Doo scene we have happening here, I, I don't really know <laughs> the physics of this. Everyone got past Rufus and Lily. They did terrible well, work. They were too busy fucking, probably. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Georgina's <laughs> like, "Don't worry, don't worry. I'm leaving. Just, just had to leave my gift." And she seemingly gives Chuck the evidence. And why would she do that? She says she's gonna claim that she didn't uh, send the tip or send the video into Gossip Girl. She just gave it to Chuck. Her plan hinges on like she's putting a lot in faith of faith in someone to do this. If she herself actually was not the one who did it. Mm. I think by the end She's of this like, episode, I still don't know her. who did it, honestly. Because right. I guess and they want to make it be- you believe it was Dan, but how did Dan even get access to this? Right. And we, we'll have time for theories. Yeah. We'll, we'll get yeah. to it. Um, Serena and Blair, she asked Blair if she's, sure this is, if she's sure this is what she wants because she is ready to run away from this wedding with her if that's what she wants. And, okay, I would not be the least bit surprised if Serena and Blair ran off together from this wedding. I mean, that's, I'll be here for that. that's the way it should end. Exactly. It should end. It's like that season of The Bachelor in like Thailand or whatever, where the two women were yeah. like, mm, "No, we're gonna get married instead." It was hot. Like B, it was motherhood. <laughs> Lives were changed that day. So uh, Blair has made peace with her decision, and so should everyone else. And Serena replies, uh, "I know you think you can't be with Chuck because of the pact you made with God." Uh, I love whenever Serena just repeats what's happening to Blair because it's just it always sounds absurd. Yeah, and she, she's never bought into this, which I, I really appreciate her for. I do like that. Yeah. One thing about Serena that I've always appreciated, yes. And anyway, Serena thinks that maybe the pact is just an excuse that Blair is using to protect herself from the uncertainty of a life with a man she really loves. But don't worry, because Blair will grow into loving Louis. She's sure of it. Um, <laughs> I hope those. I hope those are her vows. Yeah, another part of mine too. Like I, I don't love I'll you yet, loving but it. I'll grow into loving you. I'll, I'll grow into it. I'll get used to you. Yeah. So, I grew into the strange um, body of mine, and <laughs> I'll grow into loving you. <laughs> and uh, she, she's like, she sets the bar pretty low. She's like, Louis will never hurt me, which will be proven false by the end of the episode. And uh, Serena reminds her that he won't have to because she's hurting herself enough by marrying him. Which, amen, Serena. Thank you. Hell and yeah. Serena tries for for one final plea, plea to uh, to get Blair to do the right thing. She says that Blair and Chuck are obviously connected. Everything they do leads them back to each other. And then she goes, just like it does Dan and me. And like, oh my God, Serena. Whenever I am giving her credit for being, the, for being the logical one to Blair, she, she always you. does that. She always decides to get delusional about herself and Dan whenever I'm starting to appreciate her. It's uncanny. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I, the one thing that doesn't bother me so much because it, it is a feasible relationship. And it, it, I think like knowing that it's probably endgame, I'm like, well, she could be a little weird. It'll happen eventually for her. Just like me and Dan, who everyone agrees is meant to be together. Yeah. What? It's just me? Oh, sorry. Um, I know they're not related by blood, but I think Nick Wilson is kind of here for this. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Serena. Nick Wilson, I think they're a little, they're not related enough for, for Nick Wilson. <laughs> True. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we are famously pro step siblings dating yes, on the show. Yes, like yes. Uh, from the beginning, Dan and Serena better get back together, Always. baby. They're together before the parents were. Well, I guess not really. They were but on the show. Well, they were. Well, yeah, on the, on the show, not the right, canon. Right. In the timeline, so, right, right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, what's been frustrating to me with Blair, especially this sequence, like this this chunk of time, has just been how she seems to feel like it's the noble thing to do to marry Louis at this point. She's like, well, it's just what I have to do, and that, that would have. I would have bought into that more if she was still pregnant. Now she's not. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she thinks this is like, uh, oh, the, so great of her that she's I, committing to him is right, if she, stupid. If she really thinks, if she really thinks she's going to kill Chuck by being with him, she could just not marry not, Louis yeah, just anyway. Be anybody just, else or just not be with anyone. You don't have to marry this guy. Right. But uh, she keeps thinking. She's like, well, he loves me. That's good enough. So, uh, all right, I guess. Um, and so Serena tells Blair not to enter into a false life just because she's afraid of a real one. And Eleanor comes back in as a, and is apologizing. She doesn't know what she was thinking. And Blair is, says it's okay. She understands. But despite everyone's protestations, she is going through with this. And she asks Serena to tell everyone else that she's ready to begin. How sad. Sad. It's only going to get sadder. Yeah. So Serena stops Chuck from leaving. Uh, Chuck thinks she's kicking him out, but she does something much better. She has something to tell Chuck, something that Blair would kill her if she found out that she was telling Chuck, and she probably would never speak to her again. And when this happened, I was like, yes, Serena, finally. She's back on my good side. Why Why didn't she do this so much sooner than like the literal day of Blair's wedding? Like, I know she's a good friend, but this is something that Chuck had to know from the beginning. Yeah, and this is something that Serena would do throughout the entire series that normally I'd be pissed off at her for. But the, the, yes. the, in the context of it all, this is something that needs to be said, and I'm glad that she's doing it. Maybe she has finally learned her lesson and now knows when to pick her battles. I wish she did it a little bit sooner. Yeah, yeah, probably. Really? But she, she did, yeah, it, she, she, but she was a good friend for long enough, and now she's like, you know what? I can't hold this in anymore. <laughs> so... Harold finds Cyrus. He doesn't want to alarm anyone, but there's an emergency, and Blair needs Cyrus right away. Uh, Cyrus doesn't even ask what's wrong. He just jolts up and says, of course, and he goes to help Blair immediately. Once again, Blair is the best parental unit in the show. And then Cyrus finds Blair, and we get the best, most touching, and heartfelt scene of the episode. Cyrus asks his turtle dove, what's the emergency? And Blair tells him that she needs another escort. And Cyrus's over-the-top reaction is so funny. He's like, did something happen? Are you hurt? And he, like, as he turns <laughs> to Harold. That was a great wash on. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Cyrus is confused because uh, Blair already has an escort, her father, and that's when Blair uses Cyrus's own catchphrase on him, and it brings tears to my eyes every time. She says, "Oh, Cyrus, one father is not enough. He needs both of them to walk her down the aisle." Uh, oh man, I'm so happy. Cyrus is so happy. He starts laughing. He gives Harold a hug. Uh, great job on Harold allowing this and like not being jealous. And then great job on Cyrus, like all episode, telling Harold that he is Blair's father. Like not for nothing. Uh, where is Roman? It would be nice if she had three people walking her down. Yeah. But I guess Roman's not as special as uh, as uh, Harold and That's Cyrus. That's true. It'd be nice though if he was there because then the three of them could just do like a three way kiss over Blair's right, head. Right, right, right. Nice. right, exactly. No, but as I, I really, I truly love this scene. It is really so crazy. I mean, I mean, it's crazy where where they start. I mean, to to reminisce on the old days, on episode 100 here, like it was crazy where Cyrus and her started immediate enemies, sort of. Even though Cyrus was never, you know, aggressive right. with her, but they quickly became friends once they realized that they were similar people, and just they never looked back. Yep, it's it's one of the purest relationships in the show. The yeah. the uh, the Blair Cyrus mutual bonding there, each other. of course. So the wedding is getting underway. The bridesmaids and groomsmen are walking down the aisle. Nice wedding. I, I love that uh, Blair's bridesmaids are Serena and seemingly whatever minions answer the call. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. 
She just set out a, much like a, a, the uh, comedy Bang Bang Christmas episodes. I think she just set out like a like a mess yeah, exactly. email for yeah. whoever wanted to be a bridesmaid, and whoever was still on speaking terms with Blair just showed up. I mean, it, it, on both sides of this this party here, like it is sad, a, a sad group. Like the best man didn't even show up. Um, Blair <laughs> doesn't have a lot of friends, really. Yeah. Um, I, I, somehow the the only gossip girl boy involved in this wedding is Dan. Like, if you told me that in the beginning of the series, I wouldn't have believed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, true. Weird. Serena and Dan take their turn walking. Uh, Dan feels that uh, right exactly now is the best time to ask Serena why everyone thinks they aren't fake dating. Now, Dan is completely in the right, uh, but he couldn't wait until any other time to do this than when they're walking down the aisle during you, the wedding. Because you know, you, you, when you get to the end of the aisle, you have to separate. So you're not going to get that answer to your question. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, she doesn't even respond to Dan's thing. Instead, she tells him that she just did something really bad. And Dan's like, what did you do? <laughs> Great cliffhanger. And then they have to separate. Yeah. A, a, a lot of questions not being answered. <laughs> next time I walk down the I, aisle I, with someone as like a groomsman, I, say, I, right I before I go down, down, I just did something yeah. bad. <laughs> I just did something really bad and then separate. <laughs> and, and then the whole crowd smells my fart. <laughs> got him <laughs> so everyone stands as we hear uh this song that i was not uh familiar with uh that we're hearing the lyrics time moves slow being belted which another good music choice it's it's a slow by group love i believe and this when I this do, song gets going song. in this scene yeah. oh you do you do know this I'm, song. I'm a group love fan oh you're a group love groupie i'm a group love groupie you love group love Grubby grouper <laughs> you're a group you're a groupie group love lover is that what they call that's, themselves that's correct it's a little worthy but you know we we say it to each other anyway Swifties watch your back <laughs> the groupie group love lovers the one thing about um, it is that we move slowly it's tough time moves slow yeah but this uh, this song was right are you a fan of this song in particular Brennan it's good. It's it's one of the the few um, like female singer uh, songs that I like a lot. I, they don't give her the oh. they don't give it the, okay misogyny. They, well, no, they don't give her the uh, the front billing that often. So it's nice when she gets gets ah. a turn. Okay, spun that around on um, you, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here comes Blair with her two fathers. Uh, Dorota and Eleanor are watching. Eleanor with tears in her eyes. We get shots of Rufus, Lily, Nate all sitting together. Uh, Eleanor really can't contain herself here. Uh, really, I'm really getting into the song as it's playing as as Blair hugs her fathers and walks up to Louis. Um, Father Smythe, maybe, maybe this is Father Smythe, maybe it's someone else, maybe it's a, a secret third priest that, that showed up. He's back to officiate the wedding. Uh, he gets going, and we see Chuck enter from the other side of the room. Again, did not need the priest outfit to, to sneak mm. in. Where is security? They're too busy trying to wrangle Georgina and not finding her that Chuck was just able to walk in. Um, it's very dramatic when Chuck walks in. More more chills from, from me when, when this happened, uh, because Blair sees him, Louis sees him, Eleanor turns around and sees him too, and we're all like, what, what's he going to do? Yeah, I, as viewers too, like, the Viewers and audience inside that wedding are feeling the same way. Like we all see him, we know this is a Chuck deal. knows he has all the power right it's now. Going yeah, like, yeah, he could say anything right now. We have that kind of power where you can where you can walk in and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Like for, for bride and groom to like stop and turn, like wait for yeah, you to has. have the floor is crazy. That is power. Uh, and then we get the famous question that I've actually never heard at a wedding. I don't think uh, if really any man can it. show, yeah, if any man can show any just cause why these two may not lawfully be joined together, let him speak now or else hereafter forever hold his peace. Uh, I do think like, this is just like male oriented too. Um, like only men could object. This one did. I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
Customs are generally sexist, so, so yeah, yeah. I will say, like, I, I do think this is something that uh, only exists in TV and movies, but it does have its roots in reality. I think back in like ancient days, but like olden days when, like, that. I mean, when Princess Sophie had her way, and like marriages were just done for like as business deals, like between right. kings and and like fathers and stuff. They'd be like, if there's any reason why any man, and that's when like someone would stand up and and uh, you know reveal that because of some weird law they don't want them to getting married right not because boring, of love but it's, but it's like more right. for dramatics in television it works yeah now they just use it for dramatics in, in tv and movies exactly yeah. um so the teacher educating us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes up a lot in my math classes <laughs> <laughs> so uh priest that question chuck stands there blair looks at him we once again hear he, uh time moves slow i'm beginning to think those are the only lyrics of the song um and everyone is waiting and Chuck turns to leave without objecting. But then, funniest thing happened. Every single person at the wedding gets a Gossip Girl blast, and they actually check their phones in the middle of the procedure. Like, just one person checking their phone would be bad form here. And if they yeah. started playing a video out loud in the middle of the wedding, I don't care who it is. I don't care that it's Gossip it Girl. Is so, it like, is crazy. Everyone starts doing it. I guess we're in this Gossip Girl world, so it's it only works here in this show, in this, in this big setting. Otherwise, it is If insane. I was at your wedding during the ceremony and just started playing a video like you we wouldn't even get the reveal that you loved someone else and be like who the fuck is playing it turn that off yeah 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 yeah. because they all played at the exact same time so it kind of works thank god they play so we hear in unison all their phones going if no one else is going to say i guess i have to the person who should be objecting isn't chuck bass but the bride herself don't believe me watch this and we see the video of blair admitting to loving chuck on someone's phone in the middle of the ceremony again I mean, everyone hears it. No one knows what to do. And then as uh, the time moves slow chorus starts up again, Blair starts crying and runs away back down the aisle as Georgina looks on and smirks. Again, wedding must have the worst security. Not only did Chuck it in, but how did Rufus and Lily find her a second time and Georgina's still here? <laughs> she's good. He found her a second time. She's like, you're still here. And she's like, don't worry, I'm just leaving. And then she doesn't leave. <laughs> That's part of her charm. She's got a lot of disguises. Yeah. You could uh, take back what I said about Lily and her strategy game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rufus is bringing her down. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. He really is taking her, her game. Yeah. So, uh, Goss, a voiceover, uh, told you my first post would be wa- would be worth waiting for. And it sure was. And then she says, now what will my next one be? Um, Blair is blaming Chuck for this. And uh, she tells him she can't believe that he did this. Uh, to me, it is painfully obvious that this version of Chuck would never do this. And he says as much, that he didn't do it. And I believe it. I, I, it did sort of look for a second that like he reached into his pocket and like hit a send button, maybe. But maybe, I, yeah. I, it's I don't know. I think it was just like for us as viewers to see the timing of it all like make sense, so you, you could think it was him. I mean, but the way that Dan reacts <laughs> later on is like, oh, Chuck! I can't believe Chuck right. did this. It was like so incriminating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Chuck was going to say that he didn't do this, but he actually did, it'd be crazy for him to send it like after he walks out in front of everyone. It could have just makes done his it himself. Big shows, like. I'm not objecting, and then like reaches into his phone and presses send while everyone's not objecting. Watch this shit, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blair's not buying it though. Chuck says it doesn't matter because Gossip Girl showed everyone the truth, and uh, even before the big reveal, like uh, having Georgina to be the one who bring Gossip Girl out of retirement is perfect. Like uh, obviously, whatever happens at the end, but yeah, um, because like if we're just operating under the assumption like uh, that this is actually Gossip Girl that isn't Georgina, because like why would Georgina care if? this tip ends up being an, not being anonymous. Like, she's just here to cause chaos. So, like, Georgina right. bringing her out of retirement is fine. It's, it's perfect. Good point. Yeah. I like that. 
Very Thank good. That, that should just be how every one of my sentences <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> Nothing to add. <laughs> so Chuck says to Blair that the only part Gossip didn't tell was the crazy notion that if Blair and Chuck got together, then something terrible would happen to him. Um, I wasn't expecting Chuck to reveal that he knew so quickly, but I guess I can't blame him. Like, it's now or never right now. He has to, like, put all his cards out there. So he reveals that Serena told him about the pact and that they both care about Blair's future, but it's not Blair's future that Blair is worried about. And uh, Chuck doesn't think that Blair can honestly believe, but Blair cuts him off because it seems that she can honestly believe that he was dead and he wasn't coming back. The only thing I knew I could do in that moment was to try and save your life, whatever it took, even though I knew that once I did, you would never stop trying to ruin mine. Uh, this is so unfair to Chuck, who has been dealt the absolute worst hand from Blair and is actually actively trying to not ruin her life. So for Ch Blair to be like, I just knew when I did this that you would always be trying to ruin my life because of this. Like, Chuck has not been doing that, even though he is like, I'm not going to say every right to, but like every incentive yeah. to. I mean, I, I sort of read this uh, from Blair's end as like, I knew I was not going to let you back into my life, but I don't blame you for always trying because I know we have this thing and I, I, I'm like okay with you just always chasing after me she didn't have to say ruin her life yeah yeah it was a little harsh wording is a little harsh there yeah yeah so blair agrees that uh the truth is out but that doesn't mean she's going anywhere with chuck uh she is i mean she's really just making things worse for herself now and enter louis and blair says that what happened out there was awful but the part he didn't hear was that she chose him uh she knows it's humiliating but she promises that if he stays with her and goes through with this she will never humiliate him again you know that's all you can really ask for in a marriage like just just don't humiliate, don't humiliate like me. me like this in front of everyone again a second time yeah um, i could not promise that in my vows i said <laughs> I, I will continue to humiliate you just by living but obviously you, yes. you chose me this is also this is insane to come back from you cannot come back from what everyone just heard and go up there and get married which they do which is i guess the only way they're able to do it is because the way louis now looks at marriage but at this point i don't know that he feels this way. So for him to come in right. here and you like seemingly forgive like, her, like, oh, it's all good. Like, I know we're, we're square. I'm just so happy that I got to marry you. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> they walk back in and then they throw I mean, football back and forth up. up to <laughs> yeah, Nate, Nate's kind of got that Greg look going to him. Yeah. Like, what was his name? Greg. No, it was, he was Mark. Mark or I think the Mark. actor that plays yeah. him is Greg, Greg Sestero. But um, yeah, he's got that Mark look to him, kind of. They have a priest here. They had the priest in, in the movie playing football with them. The the room and Gossip Girl parallels are really uh, yeah. one to one. I mean, I you put like a, a, a shaggy black wig on Louis. I don't see the difference. <laughs> I, I mean, Louis already has to be Tommy Wiseau because he has the. Especially with that look. impression you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Um, so. <clears throat> Serena confronts Georgina with Dan and Nate, and immediately Georgina's just like, oh, you caught me. I'm so scared. Uh, never <laughs> changed, Georgina. Yeah. She's, she's perfect. She did what she wanted to um, do. She's accomplished everything. Exactly. Nate asks Georgina what she did, and she claims to have done nothing, which, you know, is really rich because of, you know, what she's doing there. And obviously Serena doesn't believe her, but Georgina is claiming she's just here to watch. As much as she loves their annual showdowns, if you're looking for someone to blame, you've got the wrong girl. Uh, Georgina says she did make the video, but she didn't send it in. She left the camera with Chuck, thinking that he'd show the prince and they'd have a duel. And uh, that seems, again, like a huge leap, just hoping that Chuck would do something with the evidence when Georgina could have easily just done it herself. I guess that way she can say this and be off the hook for it, but I don't think she really cares. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Chuck's bestie, Dan, sticks up for him. He points out that uh, Chuck was in the back of the church and could have said something if he wanted to. It's not like him to hide behind Gossip Girl. And interestingly enough, Georgina agrees. 
and now she like turns it into a murder mystery. She she gets her Benoit Blanc on. She's uh, she's like uh, you know, they're gonna have to figure out amongst themselves who had the most to gain from the video leaking. She knows from experience it's never who you'd think. So that rules out Chuck. It's always the person you medium expect. Obviously, uh, Georgie does not say that, but that is a you know a, a rule that everyone knows. That's true. Um, but you know, if that's true, as you were saying, Brendan, how did one of them get their hands on the evidence? Chuck would have had to have given it to Send them. Send it to them. And then Chuck could, yeah, Chuck could just be like, oh yes, I sent it to Dan, or I sent it, or I gave it to someone. Like, and then they have their smoking right, gun. There's, they there's something that we're missing. Right. So Georgina's in full monologue mode, mode now, going down, going down the list. She, maybe it was Nate wanting to get his best friend back. Maybe it was Serena stopping her best friend from making a huge mistake. Or what about Dan? Sending in that video would ruin both the wedding and Chuck in Blair's eyes. So it's actually the perfect scheme uh, for Dan, you know, to go from from number three to number one in the Blair sweepstakes here. As we were saying, he had to make a big power move like this. So, you know, it's a pretty pretty good point from Georgina. And Georgina points out that Dan is madly in love with Blair. And Serena apparently didn't know this somehow, even though she was having dreams about it. I, I, I think it was just in her subconscious a little bit and was hoping it wasn't true. Right. Now, now someone as as like as an out as much of an outsider as Georgina is is pointing it out kind of is a bad look for for Serena. Like Georgina does not go here, and <laughs> she noticed this and you didn't. And that's your best friend. Yeah, yeah. Ser- Serena's uh, getting humiliated herself. Louis yeah. Louis's not the only one getting humiliated today. Mm. Um, so Georgina happily announces that whoever it was, the wedding's over now, and she says, "See you at the next shindig." Ta-ta. <laughs> Again, the tradition of Georgina popping in once a season to fuck up everyone's lives and leave is still alive and well. It's tradition. It, 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 I hope it happens a couple more times at least. Yep. And so Blair has returned. She apologizes for the outburst, and uh, Luby has the priest pick up where he left off. And I'm, at this point, I'm like, wow. So the wedding is continuing as planned, and they actually get married. Yeah, uh, I was shocked. I didn't know what else would happen because I, I knew, looking at the runtime, I was like, well, she's not going to run off with Chuck, and the episode ends, and that that'd be a weird way to end. Season five, episode thirteen, um, to wrap that whole thing up. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they get married, and you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, and I guess it eventually does. Oh, so many shoes are gonna drop! Don't you? Don't you oh, worry. Yeah. Um, Dan tells Nate that he's been doing groomsman duties all night, and he asks Nate if he's talked to Chuck, but Nate hasn't even called him. And this is when Dan's like. Man, it's crazy that Chuck would do something like this. After everything that happened last year, you, you, you thought he'd change, but I guess he hasn't. And I was thinking along the same times as you, Brendan, I guess. Like, this is very weird coming from Dan, who just last seen was the one who pointed out that Chuck wouldn't do this. Yeah. Uh, maybe he, he, his mindset changed after being called out by Georgina. I don't know. Right. Like, why is he now so sure it was Chuck, even when Georgina agreed with him? Could it be that he is now le- the leading suspect and Defensive. he's uh, just trying to get the scent back on Chuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, remember when I said that it didn't make sense for Chuck? No, I actually do like that theory now. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was Chuck. Right. Yeah, it's prob- probably just Chuck, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy that he didn't change. He had us all fooled. All right. I'm going to go. I got to go. I'm going to run away with Blair. See you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Serena comes over and asks what they're talking about. Uh, it seems that Nate has taken away the wrong lesson from what happened because he's like, what Chuck did was a grand gesture, and maybe if I had done one of those for the people I cared about, <laughs> I wouldn't be at this wedding alone still. He's really taking this off. Like, Nate, were you in the room when we said that it definitely wasn't Chuck? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I have to do something like this for someone. I'm going to go humiliate Lola. <laughs> It's a grand gesture. I can't be alone at a wedding. <laughs> I'm going to go fill up on shrimp puffs. <laughs> so, 
Um, <laughs> like, all right. So, uh, how on earth, <laughs> Nate? Come to that conclusion from what just happened. Like Nate sees, uh, so Nate sees his new favorite cater waiter and goes to make a grand gesture. Uh, and Which when is Nate just leaves, being Serena... like a nice, normal man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so when uh, Nate leaves, Serena, well, his grand gesture is like, "Hey, Lola, I stalked you. Here's everything I know about you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess that's not, that not a weird. normal man. I guess that's maybe my version of being a normal <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Serena decides to give Dan an explanation, and she says she's so sorry she lied and dragged out whatever they were doing. Uh, noticeably not an explanation, and even Dan's like, you know, that's all you got? How about an actual explanation? Um, Dan's leading theories are publicity for her column, or she wanted to date uh, a date to her best friend's wedding. Dan somehow still cannot Both figure this out, what's happening. Two of them. Yeah. It's crazy. So... Serena admits that she hasn't been honest, and she's been inspired by Nate to make a grand gesture. What, what is this all grand gesture coming from? Um, so she tells uh, she tells Dan that she loves him. She always has and always will. Uh, I don't know about always has, and I'm not even sure about always will, but okay. Uh, apparently, this is another uh, callback to earlier episodes. I don't remember. Okay, I was going to be like, I feel like I've heard this phrase before. Yeah, is this like a famous line from the show, or have we heard it before? Yeah, or something? It was yeah. Aaron Chuck thing. I, Sarah Gar is probably screaming at me right now that I that I don't have a exact line memorized but yeah uh, this is another callback um so she tells dan that he doesn't have to respond right now because uh she has some maid of honor things to do but she really hopes they can talk later how is serena going to just operate now knowing without knowing what dan's thinking like how do you just drop this bomb yeah. and be like don't answer now like i would be freaking out it's crazy i mean i i appreciate it though I, I i like this move this is something that these characters normally don't do so being super upfront and just straight up saying hey dan i love you <laughs> Do what you will, hey Dan. I love you. I love you, Dan. Uh, I'm gonna go now, but I love you. <laughs> so sorry, I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it too. I, I just don't know. I wouldn't be able to do it. So more power to Serena. Yeah. Um, Nate approaches Lola, and again, his his uh, grand gesture is going to be uh, proving to Lola how good he is at stalking her. He starts reciting things about Lola to her, like he's reading the back of her baseball card, and uh, then he thanks her because people love the office party. And uh, it turns out Lola's impressed. So Nate's like, uh, you know, maybe I'm not the person you thought I was. And Lola's like, no, you probably are. But for the first time, I'm a little interested in finding out. Mm -hmm. um, I did like her calling out Nate for thinking it would be that easy. But I, I don't know why that made her interested in him. I guess it's it's better than what she thought he was. So she could be like, all right, I'll, I'll give you the time of day now. It's like, ooh, you Googled me. How yeah. hot. And Nate's just like, uh, yeah, I just wanted you to work at my next office party. You did a great job. <laughs> It's like you don't gig. understand. <laughs> it's like you don't understand. I learned how to read so I could so I could memorize these facts. <laughs> like, don't you run <laughs> like a journalism <laughs> company, <laughs> newspaper? I guess you call so, this a journalism company. <laughs> and that's kind of what it feels like. It is. I don't think it qualifies <laughs> as a newspaper. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to journal journalism club. <laughs> I'm your club president, Nate. <laughs> My grandpa got me this position. <laughs> My best friend Serena is going to write a blog. Um, and, and, no, none of you are getting paid. But we will have a lot and, of office parties. <laughs> uh, the band leader has an announcement. Uh, the prince and princess will be sharing their last dance before their honeymoon. So they go to the dance floor and everyone claps for them. Uh, Blair's excited because this is the first time she's heard someone say Princess Blair. And she thanks Louis for giving her another chance. And she seems so relieved. She gives him a hug and she tells him, we made it, finally. Um... I truly can't believe that they went through with this wedding, uh, both the participants of the wedding and the writers of the show. Yeah. And the only only way it's so many they go through with and it they... is, is this. I, since they went through with it, I'm, I'm glad that I don't mind this like eerily, eerie Joker speech from, from Louis here to oh, kind of rectify yeah, everything. It chills. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
But yeah, Blair can sense that something's off with Louis and uh, asks if she missed a step, but it's something a little more dramatic than that. Uh, Louis promised his mother he'd wait until they were on the plane, but this is so good he's got to tell Blair right now on the dance floor while they're while they're dancing in front of everyone. Here's the matter on the dance today. floor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Brendan, put put your hog away. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging around everywhere. <laughs> that was not a prosthetic either. That was. Uh, no, that was no, no. <laughs> Now you guys have to watch the video. Just, <laughs> now you have to go on YouTube. Uh, Louis hits Blair with a, Today, with the eyes of the world on us, I had no choice but to stand by your side after your public apology. But that was it. From this moment forward, there is nothing between us but a contract. Our marriage is all for show. And you're going to put on the best damn show anyone ever has. You will smile to the camera, stand by my side, and wave like you don't have a care in the world. But when we are alone, we'll be strangers to one another. And it will stay that way until I say it's over. <laughs> uh, bravo thank you thank you first of all what a reveal definitely did not see this one coming the first time i watched no. uh good job to gossip girl for still being able to surprise me and secondly fuck louis why well i mean I, we know why his mother tells him to go through with it but why does he not just go through with, with the wedding I, I get that he's punishing blair for making her be in a like by making her be in a loveless marriage but he is also in a loveless marriage like is it worth it to just fuck over blair i, I guess for this sociopath it is i guess it's, it's, it is a little out of the left field because he has been fighting for her for this entire season and all of a sudden he's like yeah i could care less if i ever see you again you know like i i, I don't right. care it seems like he almost doesn't care anything for her either way um, right, which is a little deranged, but I, I, right. I guess he's I, a sociopath. Yeah, it made me question: at what point did he turn? Was this like a long con sort of situation, or was That's it like truly f- that day? It like was so I, ambiguous, and I'm curious to see what happens in the next episode, and like hopefully we get some like story filled in. But I don't know. Uh, it was giving Hans from Frozen. Oh, this right. is the Frozen, like, uh, the callback to the. <laughs> the teaser before <laughs> whoa and it all comes back it's like an hour and a half later that. that's that's what we call a tease there you go baby oh yeah so, so um like how is louis able to say all of this so calmly to blair without being a sociopath like i, I remember right. i remember being so mad at louis the first time i saw this episode like i rate like don't do this to my girl blair yeah cause you would think he has it's almost like he has no emotions invested in this relationship Right. The way he said And it. just in the beginning of the episode, we hear, I'm so happy. I'm marrying Blair. My life's answers. My life's right. Which like, to Felipe's point, it almost seems like he has been planning this because. Right. Because uh, that was deranged. That was deranged. You it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Rena, I've never been happy in my life. To... Wow. <laughs> um, and so Blair is like so shocked she can hardly speak. She asks what about everything they've been through and, and all his beautiful vows. And then Louis keeps on dropping reveals. He just nonchalantly tells Blair that he didn't write the vows, Dan did, and now they mean nothing to him. Which I guess now that Blair knows that, I guess yeah. it makes sense that she calls Dan afterwards. But It also like, um, says something about their relationship that she doesn't hear this from Louis and just start laughing. Like, oh, this is a funny joke that you like this comes out of left field to a point where you're like, you could you I wouldn't believe this the first time I heard it. I would laugh at first and be like ha 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 and then like like louis does ha 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 <laughs> and then he's like no i'm fucking serious then i would start to get a little scared and confused yeah but so, the fact that she believes it off the bat is like well right yeah, it's te- you know, very you know talented guy you're leaving so blair asks why he would want to marry someone he doesn't love and louis tells her his mother told him love has nothing to do with marriage and now he knows she's right and uh he says this with a smile on his face like i guess but what benefit does being with blair give him really like as far as a business transaction goes, it's not like, you know, Blair's a royal. It's not like this makes sense business-wise for him. But uh, right. Louis creepily tells Blair to smile for the camera. 
Louis flashes a big grin. Uh, again, fucking sociopath. And Blair forces a smile, and I just feel so bad for her. Yeah. And more, even more Brandon Keegan references here of, of him being a Joker. Yeah. Wait, what? He was he was the Joker at the end of the uh, more recent Batman. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that was yeah, him. Yeah, that's him. Well, you don't see him. I don't think. I think it's just like his voice and like right. a silhouette. I think right, so. Right, right, yeah, right, right. you see him as very last. I remember that. I remember that. Right, right, right. So, um, hey, Chuck is alone. Irish man. Yes. Mm. Uh, Chuck's alone with Nate's pool table. Obviously, he's drinking. Uh, Blair is continuing to force smiles at everyone, and uh, then she gets her what a, phone. What a bummer! And like, a call. supposed to be like so, such like the, one of the best days of your life, and now it's just like the rug pulled out from underneath you, and you have to like just to enjoy the last hour. Like it has that, to be like the worst day of your yeah, life. Yeah. yeah. So she makes a call. She tells whoever answers, "It's me. I made a horrible mistake, and I don't know what to do. Help me, please." And they make us think with that shot of Chuck being alone beforehand that she's making the call for Chuck. You uh, did know. you guys think it, it was? Did you guys think it was a Chuck? No, it's Dan. I knew Dan right away. Wow. Yeah. How about you, Felipe? I didn't get there in time. I I did I didn't think it was Dan necessarily, but I was trying to figure it out. And by the time I like was racking my brain, mm-hmm. I, there was probably a part of me that was like, "Is she calling Carter Bazin for whatever?" I don't know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that'd be fun. I, I was I was really struggling to figure it out. I thought maybe it could have been Dorota, but I I that would have been good. I, like, I would like that. I didn't get to a concrete like conclusion in time right, before right, right. Dan pulled up. Yeah. Well, to fur- further fool us, we see Chuck on the phone telling Arthur to bring the car around because they need to go to St. Regis fast. So we really think it's going to be Chuck here. Blair runs outside. Um, I guess Louis didn't take into consideration that Blair can literally just like run away from him. Yeah, right? I, I guess just don't be near okay, him. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. um, Serena asks Lily where Dan is. Uh, the coordinator wants photos of them dancing. Uh, Lily just saw him, so she's going to go check the other rooms. Uh, Serena looks around, sees Chuck wandering around, also looking for someone. Uh, Serena grabs him and asks what the hell he's doing here, and he responds that he needs to apologize to Blair and asks where she is. And then we cut back to uh, Blair running into her just-married car, and who is driving? But Dan the Man Humphrey, yet one more twist. Uh, I Brendan wasn't surprised, but, you know, maybe I don't remember if I was surprised the first time I saw it. But uh, I think it probably surprised me. But it's not its not all that surprising since we have established by now that Dan is who Blair goes to when she needs a friend. And, like, that is exactly right. what she needs At right the now. very least, like, this doesn't have to be romantic. Uh, right. It could yeah. be, she still, she still doesn't even know if Chuck was the one who ruined her wedding or not. Right. And she's also in the back seat. Yeah. So it's not like she hopped in the front seat and they're like getting away together and going on their own like oh. little honeymoon. It's she's still Very she's a full on passenger. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's Rebecca blacking it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'd be crazy if they just got into another car crash. Like and just immediately just <laughs> that, that should have been the song. That should have been the the needle drop. Yeah. <laughs> so. Dan explains this was the only car with the keys in it. So uh, Dan pulling a bit of a Ryan Atwood here, stealing a car. And Blair tells him that's fine. Just go. And they're off. And that's our episode. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. Wait just a second. We need just oh, one more twist. I don't know. We need just one more twist slash cliffhanger for good measure. We heard Gossip Girl voiceover. Oh, and if you're wondering who caught the bouquet, I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Gossip Girl. And we see those lovely, dainty fingers typing. It's and Oliver the from the <laughs> It's Oliver. He's back. <laughs> no, we swing the camera around to reveal that Georgina is behind the laptop saying the catchphrase. You know you love me, XOXO, Gossip Girl. And that is our dramatic 100th episode. What just happened there? Why is Georgina, is Georgina Gossip Girl? Why is she, why is she being Gossip Girl? 
What's happening? I don't know. I really don't know. I because I, all I know is that what we, just happened? we were supposed to find out who Gossip Girl was. I thought I, at the end of the series. Um. So and what's going on? She she's got the keys for now. She, she's got the login. I don't know. Maybe Louis Laptops helped her out. <laughs> Gossip Girls become the security of the spectator, where Louis Laptops can just break in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our episode. What just happened? What's happening? What's going to happen? Any uh, pretty like they jam packed uh, three separate uh, series changing twists in the last five minutes of the episode. Yeah. I mean that that's a good person to have as like your Gossip Girl at this very moment. They're, like going into the next episode. I fully believe that that's her, you know, I, I, I knowing from everybody else that this is not where we're going to land probably. But, mm. um, if we did, I, I, that, that's a good, that's a good one. It's a good gossip girl. All right. So Brendan, Brendan approves of this gossip girl. What, what, what about you, Felipe? What, I, I don't know if you have any spoilers of what happens later, but what, what are you thinking right now? Um, I, thought I was definitely not expecting that in this episode. Um, but I'm intrigued to see what happens and where we go from here. I, uh, am excited to see what the entire cast brings from us. But yeah, like you said, three big twist episodes, I mean, at the end of the episode, um, was very exciting, um, at this point in time. I feel like a girl needed a little bit of a jolt. Um, yeah, oh, I was yep. getting they, kind they of like, us, baby. burnt out and I felt like, uh, this kind of reignited my spark in the show. Pun intended for Georgina. Mm, nice. <laughs> Georgina Spark on the show. Um, I remember it was at this moment. This was the era uh, where I was watching Gossip Girl for my first time. Where uh, I was in Albany during winter break. It was I was in my holdovers era. I was in Albany for winter break while during wow. the winter break while everyone else was. It was just me and Troy on campus while <laughs> everyone else was on. So and Paul Paul Shimani, of course, was there. Um, so I was really fucking up my sleep schedule watching Gossip Girl. Um, because uh, I would, because Troy would be at work a lot of the time, so I'd just be by myself watching watching Gossip Girl. And this was the point I remember. I watched the final thirteen episodes of Gossip Girl in a row. I watched thirteen, so episode it would be episodes twelve through twenty four consecutively, thirteen in a row. I was up till one p.m. the next day watching Gossip Girl. Wow. So that so all of this is probably a blur for me on oh, my yeah. first my first watch there. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, just I was, hilarious uh, when you see Georgina at those keys. And then I remember, yeah. And then I remember, uh, I was up till one p.m. watching Gossip Girl. I went to sleep, and I slept from one p.m. to ten p.m. It was an, a crazy <laughs> sleep schedule. I mean, a, a normal night's sleep, just different hours. Just yeah, yeah just very nocturnal. Yeah. Uh, so I woke up at ten p.m. Troy got out from work at eleven p.m. We played some beer pong one on one. What what time that was? <laughs> what really? Time? <laughs> what I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but, uh... That's crazy. That's the most college lifestyle I've ever heard. <laughs> so. Let's get in to some segments here. We will start with uh, my favorite segment, of course, user review of the week. Comedy Fan is back to break down this 100th episode. And uh, they gave the episode a 10 out of 10. And they wow. said, well, they made a great job for the 100th episode. The wedding was great. What I loved, though, that it wasn't the way one would predict it, with the wedding being canceled so that Blair could go to Chuck. Even after everyone told her it would be a mistake, she got married. And Louis now wanted the marriage just for show, and I can't blame him for being so mad. Now Blair took off with Dan, so we will see what happens now. And Georgina is the gossip girl? Somehow I am slightly disappointed, but I am not sure what else I was expecting. All right, thank you. Thank you, comedy mm, fan. Wow. Unfortunately, it was a letdown for comedy fan. Uh, next week, the episode is called The Backup Dan. Do you have any predictions based on the episode title? The backup? I, I mean, I guess this is Blair's... Backup plan is 
marrying Dan. <laughs> they get married next episode. <laughs> they, they're going to transfer the the marriage <laughs> certificate to Dan. Yep, yep. Felipe, any predictions? Um, I'm just excited to see what happens. Uh, I I oh. don't know uh, where we go from here except chaos, more chaos. Hopefully, um, I just I mean, want more of her. I hope if whatever the ending means, we get more Georgina in the back half of season five. Sure. I'm here for that. Yeah. I mean, she's Gossip World right now, so she can't go anywhere. Um, so the little preview says, Blair must make a difficult decision about her future. So a lot to look forward to there. Let's get into some episode grades. Brendan, you went first last week, so I will go first this week. And as I was saying, as I alluded to, at first this this episode was pissing me off because it, it it's, you know, kind of stupid. I was thinking somewhere in the C range, but then I was like, eh, this is pretty fun, actually. You know, I should be nice and go into the B range. But now the more I'm talking about it, thinking about it they, they really went for it 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 was it was stupid and nonsensical and riddled with plot holes at points but at least they threw everything at the wall for their special 100th episode and i, I am appreciative of that I, I really did have a fun time watching uh i had no idea where the episode was going to take us uh they, like i said there's three potential series changing twists in the literal last four minutes of the episode uh which is truly absurd but hey why not uh the callbacks references to past episodes of the show uh, the music's incredible uh it has the makings of a classic episode so i will go a range actually but clearly not perfect and uh there, there's still things that they're doing that i don't like like gossip world being so present in the episodes but i can ignore most of these stuff, and so i will give it an a minus uh brendan what do you grade the episode yeah we're, we're gonna be hand-holding buddies here i i, I okay. really like this episode I, it could partially be because of where it's placed in the season and it, it's like uh right. next to a couple stinkers so it looks great in comparison but i also think it is just a, a really well done episode it like you said at the top of the show uh, it, it tries to make reference to old episodes maybe any, even if, if in its structure as well and in the way it presents itself i loved it uh some little things i didn't love like the continuation of blair uh not telling chuck her stupid reasoning for not being able to be with mm-hmm. him it's frustrating the third time in a row um weirdly like louie didn't really really bother me this episode was it which is a, a really <laughs> sign of a great episode too um could have used more lily obviously uh the start of the episode was a little bit slow but otherwise, I mean, it, it just it went so big, and I've been I've been clamoring for that in recent episodes too. Is like the budget just seems super low for a couple episodes in a right. row now. Where we're the, we're the, saving the, it for the, the big, big event of the week is just like Lily's living room. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm glad that we're having a, a, a big big episode here. A minus for me. All right, so two A minuses. Felipe, what is your grade for the episode? I was also at an A minus, so we will all be holding oh, hands. Wow, we're all holding um, Who's in the middle? That's what I do want to know. Mm, you could be in the middle. Uh, well, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. We could or do we like could do a, all three. A ring around the rosy type thing. Oh, oh that's like a ring around the rosy type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the circle of A minuses. Um, but no, <laughs> I I think especially for an episode that didn't feature like Harley and Max and that storyline, any of these new players, mm-hmm. I felt like it was. Poor cast of the originals, uh, with a couple notable exceptions from like the episode one crew. But like, I felt like to provide the stakes to the drama with this amount of stakes, like at this point in the series, episode one hundred, uh, I really enjoyed it. I, uh, yeah, there were some uh, minor quibbles that I had throughout, but this was like definitely. I'm. I don't think I changed my stance about it be the best episode in the post jenny era definitely in don't the post hate vanessa it. era it for sure yeah um 
So I don't know. I, I, I really loved it. Um, I think it had like quintessential Gossip Girl at its highest highs. And then also um, some shenanigans that we're not the biggest fans of. But it's like quintessential Gossip Girl. Uh, so A, A minus. Um, I had one other thought, but it's escaping me. But yeah, I just I just really really vibed with it. Oh, and it, I'm always gonna remember this episode because of uh, the dream sequence at the start. That was like oh, yeah, yes. the best way. Don't let that. Don't let's forget about the dream really sequence. Really important yes. start to the episode. Um, yeah. So, so uh, three A minuses, and um, that that is what uh, I was reading that the critics liked about this too. That it seemed like they uh, they really like. Uh, went back to old Gossip Girl, just the form of the show, and they, they really went for it. So they, they are all the critics are also in agreement with us. Uh, let's do MVPs. Um, for me, <clears throat> there is a lot of potential candidates for MVP, but I, I guess uh, I, I get the feeling that we are running out of chances to give Cyrus an MVP, oh. and he definitely deserves as many as possible. Uh, he's such a great and supportive stepfather. He's there for Blair every step of the way. He's great with Harold, making it clear that Harold is still Blair's father. And then he gets the moment of the episode when Blair also wants to walk down the aisle with him. So... Yeah, I'm only giving him one MVP, even though that's not enough. Hey, no, Cyrus go. is going to get my MVP. Brendan, who's your MVP at the episode? My MVP will go to the person who was dressed best in this episode. And that would be Georgina. Really? Georgina had the sexiest mm, outfit out there. It didn't actually, I don't <laughs> think I would have uh, left my wife for her based on that <laughs> that outfit, but it was great. You don't think? You I don't, don't think. think. Um, but it, it, she's awesome. I mean, I have to give her an MVP. She did exactly what she wanted to do here. She came in, caused a shitstorm, and got out of there. And she might be Gossip Girl. I mean, what? A, what an ep- this is an all-time episode. Right. This is like uh, yeah. one of the most deserving MVPs I've given. Regina probably should be the MVP, but I had to give it to Cyrus. I'm just thinking maybe every time security tried to kick her out, she just got that dress back on and was like, "Hey, security!" And they were like, "Oh, hubba hubba, you can stay. <laughs> you can stay." <laughs> Felipe, who's your MVP? Between two, I'm going to talk it out. So Georgina is one of them because she was causing the maximum amount of chaos. Um, She was really invigorating of the sparks that we needed in the episode. Again, pun intended. Um, (laughs) Like, I think we needed a Georgina appearance to really, like, get things rolling for the back half of season five. But I also, even though it was kind of, like, not her place, Blair is her own human. She can make her own decisions. Um, Eleanor... I feel like Eleanor oh. and the growth arc that she's had. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would be remiss not to give Eleanor her flowers for this episode. I also thought the actress did a phenomenal job with this specific mm-hmm. episode. Like yeah. uh, the range of emotions we saw from her uh, comedy drama. So shouts to Eleanor. I want to give Georgina a point while I'm here, but I'm going to give it to Eleanor this time. All right. All right. All right. Good thing Brennan gave Georgina. MVP. Good, good. I-, I love Eleanor getting an MVP We're as well. She, well she does deserve it. She yeah. does deserve it. Um, LVP for me, I know Brendan, you were saying that Louis didn't annoy you. He didn't annoy me, but he's always sucked. But now he's officially an evil sociopath. I I don't care if you think Blair deserves it. She doesn't, but either way, he is so needlessly cruel to her. So LVP for Louis for me, uh, Brendan, who's your LVP? My LVP will go to the other half of this marriage. Uh, it goes Mm -hmm. to Blair. It's a tough episode for Blair. Um, she sucked herself into a loveless marriage. It's, it's kind of her fault. Louis has always been a sociopath. Blair, you don't have to sign up for this. There's a man perfectly there's there's multiple men perfectly worthy of your love that would love to give it to you for real. I thought Brenda was gonna give it to Jesus. 
<laughs> oh, it's a good one too. <laughs> I, I've already, yeah. I mean, Maybe we can give a Jesus one. Yeah. Yeah. Two Jesus selfie yeah. in one season would be hysterical. Because we, well, we, we get a lot of the stray ones, but like to get yeah. double on a non character is well, great. If I gave you, if I gave one to God and you gave one to Jesus, would that be the same? Because oh, God and Jesus, Father, uh, Son, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, they're all the same, right? Well, yeah. yeah, but I think we have yeah, to complete so the Holy, yeah, Holy Trinity. We're not given all the of the Holy Spirit. Um, <laughs> Ge- Georgina's the type of spirit. <laughs> She's like a demon. <laughs> uh, Felipe, who's your LVP? Ah. <sighs> Y'all are running out of episodes, right? So I need to take mm-hmm. into consideration my whole Gossip Girl experience. Because if this is my last chance, I need to do what is right and give Rufus an LVP. Wow. Because he is the LVP of the wow. series for me. And if this is my last appearance on The Lonely Boys, I need to make sure I one lick into Rufus. Because he sucks. And um, he, wow. ruined, he ruined Georgina's shenanigans. I mean, he tried because Georgina is a boss and can over override his like security calls quite right, easily you couldn't even do that right yeah so uh, fuck off Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> okay love it all right so that does it for our uh segments except of course for everyone's favorite segment lonely boys theater you are now listening to lonely boys theater we'll do that great sweet moment that i was talking about when uh Blair walks down the aisle with her two fathers. Um, who wants to be who? Uh, I, Felipe, you're a guest. Who, who would you like to play? Uh, the thing is, I, I love being Cyrus and I love being Blair. So I, yeah. I, I know. You, do, you do a good Cyrus. I, I, I was hoping to be Blair because I feel like you two could be my dads. Okay, we'll be your dad. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, so I, I'll i be Cyrus then and Brendan, you could be Harold. Sure. Uh, does, anyone, does everyone have their... Yeah. Does everyone have their scripts in front of them? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, oh. mon cherie. Share. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, whenever you're ready, Harold. Listen, I don't want to alarm anyone, but there's been an emergency. What? Yeah. Blair needs you right away. Of course. I'm all hers. Come this way. Please. Oh, sure. Oh, oh sorry. Let, I didn't let mean me, to me say please. please. I'm being oh, polite. Again. Right this way. Oh, again. I was going to say, oh, oh, sure. All right, fine. Yeah, excuse me. Blair, excuse me. Blair, my little turtle dove. What's the emergency? I need another escort. What? Did something happen? Are you hurt? No, no. In fact, I feel perfect. Oh, okay. Well, what, what, what's going on? You have an escort, Blair. Your father, Harold. I've been reminding you that he's your father all episode. Or in an episode. Osiris, one father is not enough. I need both of you to walk me down the aisle. All right, all right, beautiful. I, I've never been happier. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh, it's no, like here's a mouse. <laughs> we get out of here. <laughs> wow, that was fantastic. Everyone loved it. Standing ovations all around. Where's that... your Oscar nomination? It's an, That's what it's, I'm talking about. I, they snubbed me again. Another snub. Another, another, another year, another snub for me. Um, so that is our segment. Uh, the only thing left to do is some plugs. But before that, Felipe, thank you so thank much you, thank you. For, for coming down to the crematorium and becoming the 21st member of these two-timers club yeah. for, for being here on our very special 100th episode of Gossip Girl, our 100th recap episode of the show. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour? Um, so 
Brazilian Dragon Podcast. We're cooking up some fun stuff for the year of our Lord 2024. Um, Gossip Girl Podcast. Uh, keep tweeting at me. Gossip Girl Takes. I'm happy to engage with with um, people on this topic uh, now that I most likely will go and binge the rest of the show. Uh, yeah. But I will keep Brendan out of my menchies. Of course. At what the fleep on all social media, including Venmo, if you nasty. Ooh. Not if you nasty. I did not mean it like that. <laughs> what will you do for a dollar? <laughs> I sincerely meant like if you willing, but I don't know. Janet Jackson came over me. <laughs> oh, you really have messed with the art of the tease. <laughs> I don't know what came over me. I think wow. Georgina, I saw Georgina in that dress and I was like, a, hey, Georgina. What an erotic <laughs> end to the episode. All right. So, all you nasty <laughs> freaks out there, follow Felipe on Venmo. <laughs> um, and then also, I don't know what day this is coming out. I assume it's going to come out before February 9th. Mark? Yes. Yep. Um, yep. I can confirm. Okay. That. So, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I'm performing at Go Show LA. Follow them on Instagram to find more details. I'm doing a five minute alien set about uh that's the theme alien night um and it's at the pico in los angeles cool all right so everyone all check right. that out uh brendan what are you plugging well if you're already busy throwing a bunch of money at felipe's venmo you might as well throw some bucks our way and sign up for our patreon to listen to our oc content that is our sister show called the sandy boys where you can find us at patreon.com slash boys media want to put that out there i don't know if i've been saying that i think i forgot that i changed it i hope mm. i've been posting the right links who knows is it because you're porn boy yeah that is why so guests I know my uh my discord name porn boy 620 <laughs> some people are afraid so, to come great username one room. of the best <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah uh subscribe to the patreon if you're nasty or even if you're not nasty yeah come one come all come on come all i i do um, I, I look i don't want to come yeah. at these listeners but there's been a little bit of a lull. I we we have made no gains toward the Mike Bloom threshold. I I love all eleven of you that are here. We need four more new people to get to the Mike Bloom threshold before we can get ten more people to get to the Kelly Rutherford threshold. Hopefully, at this point, you know what this means. I don't want to explain myself anymore because the people that are new here probably are not going to sign up for this bullshit. I don't think those freaks are nasty enough for us. But please, please, <laughs> please, I don't want to lose momentum. We've been doing so well. Don't make me beg. Yes, please. If, if I had please, to beg Don't you anymore, want to see a Mike Bloom cameo? It's, it's, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get so ugly. Yeah. All right. So we don't want to see Brendan ugly begging. So please <laughs> sign up to the patron. Uh, as for me, boy, oh, boy. Um, hmm. I've been listening to Saviors. Oh, yeah. I've listened six, seven times I've, through. I've been digging it. I've been digging it. Oh, I'm only on two times through, but... Really, really good stuff. Green Day's back, baby. Can't wait to see them. Man. Can't wait to see them live. In uh, Brenton both saw the Mean Girls musical yesterday. Yeah. Oh, what y'all think? I I loved good. it. I think that I think that the original movie is better, and I think that the uh, stage musical is better than the movie musical. But I still think that this was was great in its own right. Yeah, good, good on its own. Just uh, it's obviously gonna get gonna get compared to the the OGs, but I think they did a great job casting. Uh, it was a lot oh, of yeah. fun. A lot of like, I would say maybe not as funny as the other one, but there's, there's, they got to fill up a lot of time with music. So, 
Right. Not as many laugh out loud lines, but yeah. there was still some laugh out okay. loud moments in it. But the yeah. iCarly joke deserves a point. Oh, that was man. Really that, I think got our biggest pop, maybe, of the entire movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> really um, also, if anyone knows Renee Rapp, tell her that she uh, can break my neck and I thank her. With, without oh my God, Renee Rapp, yeah. there's no point in making this movie. She and yeah. the entire she is I, I will give star. Janice and Damien their flowers also. Yeah, of course. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were good too. They were good. I mean, Damien especially, I mean, no no shade to uh, the original Damien, but I, I think that this Damien blew the original out of the water. Wow. With no dis- absolute disrespect to Danny Francesi, but <laughs> this one was better. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love new Damien. Um, so uh, besides that, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Puppy. You can follow his other podcast at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will be breaking down Season 5, Episode 14, The Backup Dan. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girl. It's me, Georgina. Oh, I said, I said Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mother. <laughs>